see the introduction music. I don't know, but I'm probably going to have to edit that out because the back, the the feedback through the mic into the headset, like I'm pretty sure I was way I off. I didn't get any. You, you barely spiked. No, 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 no. I mean, like, I don't think I was on beat because I was starting to hear myself over top <laughs> of the music, and I'm. No, you sounded right. Did I? Yeah. Oh, I gotta turn this down. Gotta so, turn the Nuge down. The Nuge. We love you, Nuge. He was no. here last week. You know that? I don't love Ted Nugent, by the way. But no, I did not know that. Mr. Zinky. Stinky Zinky. That's what I call him now. Stinky Zinky. Stinky Zinky. Uh, so it's the new Utah podcast. Uh, if you are listening to us, you probably already knew that. Uh, but I'm your host, Chris. Um, we do this uh, every week in my basement, usually. Sometimes we go fun places and do exciting things, and sometimes we go to James's house and talk to more exciting he people. He has something new. New Legos. I think, I think you make him get stuff new so that I'm enticed to go over so there. So you're not rude to me? <laughs> yes. It's not about being rude to you. Come on now. It has nothing to do with being rude. I'm just a homebody, and I don't like to travel as much. But we will travel. We will work for food. We'll travel for podcast. Yeah, we will, because it's uh, something a lot of people won't do. Um, so we try to make it as convenient as possible. Oh, who's the deafy over there? Was that Jess? Did you have yours turned all the way up? And it maybe, was maybe I was messing with yours instead of mine. Yeah, you're you're the first one. This one? Yeah, that's you. That's you right there. Is that better? She had it turned way up, and Jess is like, "Oh my God, stop because yelling at me!" Eyeballs are rattling. So that that uh, that voice was Jeremy. Hello. Um, he is the uh, local urban farmer, um, not the farmer we were going to talk to today, a different one. But we'll talk to him. Uh, <laughs> 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 we were supposed to have a guest today, uh, Farmer Luke uh, from Peterson Farms, but uh, he is sick, along with uh, fucking everyone on the planet. My so. kids. Uh, I haven't slept in two days. <laughs> so you get another episode of Just Us, and I'm sure you're all getting tired of that, but fucking deal with it. Because that's what's happening. <laughs> uh, I know you like I it had sometimes. Fun listening to it. And that sultry voice is. Is my life. voice sultry? I don't know. You're sucking on candy, so it's sort of sultry. Suckety? Sucky. That my sucky voice, is, voice sucky. is my wife, Bree. <laughs> sucky so, voice. You know, this is it's funny because I call Bree my wife. We live in sin. We're not really married. Hold on. <gasps> Before I get into We're this. We're not story. even engaged. Before I get into the story, the one that's not talking that likes the nuge and darkness <laughs> is Jess. Uh, I'm not quite sure why I like the nuge, but okay. Do you not like the nuge? I saw him on concert once. So you like him enough fan. to see him in concert? I don't own any music. Was so it free? Pretty much no. Was the concert free? Yes, because there are tickets oh, for okay. radio then station. That's all right. Then that's all right. Uh, so anyway, okay, back to my story that probably won't. Impress them. Oh, we should say this is episode 89. Nope, it's 90, bitch. You're this wrong. is episode 90. Episode 90. We're getting close to 100. The big 90. The big 90. 90's at 9. Fuck, if I'm still alive at 90, I just shoot myself. I don't know if I can. I'm pretty sure I won't live that long. <laughs> I'm not in the best of health. <laughs> I mean, I'm in pretty good health, but I don't think I will be at 90. Uh, anyway, so. Bree and I have been, we're not actually married. Uh, for those of you that don't know, we like to live in sin. Uh, we practice the art of living together and owning a home, which, by the way, that's a lot harder to get out of than a marriage. In case you're I wondering. was divorced for three years before I was separated from my mortgage with my husband. Yeah. So, uh, but we've always talked for a long time that we'll get married after the girls are done with school. Which is in two months. Yeah, which is in a couple of months. Well... Uh, we're considering waiting until a year or two into college. We also want to do a destination wedding, and so we got to give people time to, to uh, come if they want. No, well, Hawaii. 
We want to do a Hawaiian wedding. Yeah. So, and the thing is, like, destination weddings are kind of selfish in one regard, but at the same time, like, we don't. We're doing it for us. We want to be like go to Hawaii. forty-four when I get remarried. Yeah. So we don't need a whole bunch of fucking gifts. Like the gift would be have a vacation with us and come to Hawaii, basically, right? Um, we'll get you a gravy boat. But the point of this is, in the last, <laughs> we have two already. Things. <laughs> yeah, they're in there. They, they're a matching set of gravy boats. I don't know why I need two gravy boats. I don't get why like, our gravy boats have fruit or something on the side of them. Yeah, it's really weird. It's like hmm. grapes are paired. They're with better them. homes and gardens. Yeah. Anyway, they're probably uh, gifted. Well, no, they were a gift from recently deceased grandma. Well, not that recent. A couple of years now. year and a half. Uh, but in the last couple of weeks, I've had at least four different people that know me on a, on a pretty personal level between work and, and friends and stuff ask if we were ever going to get married. Like you're, like you're Just out 19 of the blue. or something? Yeah, yeah, like out of the blue. And I'm like, mm, when we want to, if we want to, we will, maybe. It's the plan. So anyway, that story was boring to everyone. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was actually kind of boring to me, too. But I, I just was bored by it. Um, so stuff that's happened, a lot has happened. So I told the story on air, right, about the blood-curdling screams and... The yeah, but it wasn't help me, help me. It was just, ah, uh, uh, Who cares? I remember it a different way than you. Uh, yeah, and Cassandra remembers that the way I do, so that means it sure. happened the way I remember When you it, get woke up it. at like 4.30 in the morning from screams, you can believe what they are. You believe the moms, not the dads. Anyway, quick update. Baby's okay. Uh, baby was having seizures, apparently from super high fever. Uh, had both flu A and B, and uh, was having seizures from the heat. And the mom taking the baby to the tile floor and opening the door and screaming, bloody murder. Apparently, saved the baby. Yeah, so probably saved the baby's life because it cooled the baby down pretty quickly. Because she opened the door? Is that? Yeah, because she had the door open. It's dead of winter, and she's it's like 4.30 in the morning, and even on the 60-degree days, it's still close to freezing at, at night. So I'm sure it helped cool the baby down. Brain scans were okay. So baby's okay. So everyone can just... We learned that from our nurse next door, whose dog I watched get killed. <laughs> yeah, you want to tell that story? Didn't I already tell that story? No, because it happened on Thursday. Oh, that's right. Happened like four, not even a week. So, the Utah podcast, we're bringing you way down to begin. (laughs) Yeah, so we're going to start off with more death. (laughs) So the the dude that hit our back fence, when he hit the back fence, uh, didn't realize that he he actually endangered four little lives, meaning my two dogs and our neighbor's two dogs. So our dogs are kind of dumb and didn't really figure out that they could get out the fence for a long they, time. They like being at home because they get fed here and we play with them. And so towards like the la- like right before the last week of Leah's life, she figured it out once and got out. Um, but Chopper never really did. But somebody came into our backyard, so we put up some fencing, but it's nothing really permanent. However, our neighbor's dogs get left outside all the time. And with the weather being as good as it, as it is, I don't think she even thinks twice about letting long story short the dogs got out right so they got out that hole that that guy hit and i happened to be driving to work last thursday morning and i see them on the sidewalk and and they're in front of a school so there's a bunch of kids right on 62 right on the busy street right on 5600 west right in front of of eisenhower junior high as schools gotcha getting all the kids there so i pull off to the side of the road because they're both on the sidewalk and it's a double wide sidewalk and i'm like so I get out and I start calling them and the the older dog, Callie, 
turns and looks at me and then like, yeah, I'm going to cross the street and just starts walking across the street. And so I'm calling to her and I'm screaming and I'm, I hold up my hand and I say, you know, I'm scream stop to the truck. Well, it's a garbage truck and she can't stop fast enough. And I watch her run over the dog. So I had one of, there was a, a kid by the other dog hope. And I, I told her, I'm like, she's really friendly. Please grab her before she runs out. So she grabbed her. I got hope in my car. The lady who was driving the, the garbage truck and the lady that stopped in a regular truck behind her moved Callie out of the road so we could get out of the way because it's pretty busy right there and there's the kids and stuff there. But I called Chris and the lady in the truck volunteered to drive her home. And so she followed me and I put Hope in the house and had to call Cassandra at work and tell her that her dog had died. And we had a dog in our dead dog in our garage all day. And she finally came over at she get she's a nurse, so she works I think ten or twelve hour days. 12. So she she didn't get off until like six, and then her parents watch her kids, and so she had to go get her kids and explain to her kids what had happened. So by the time she got over here, it was like eight thirty at night. And the kids were trying to dig a hole for the dog, and I talked them into cremating the dog. So she was pretty grateful about that. But you that can was see sad. The, the look of relief on her face when the kids agreed to the cremation. <laughs> like, but what was? Telling these poor kids, so their dad died like a year ago. Six months ago, it was more than six months ago. It was almost a year ago. You think? Yeah, and and uh, three months before he died, his sister died. So their aunt died. Uh, So they've had to deal with some pretty serious uh, loss. And so the dog was. You could tell they were upset, but they weren't crying. They were. It's life, kind of. They even wanted to see her, and the mom went out and like. She's a nurse, so she's like, so this the tire was here, and you it looks like it broke her spine here. Spine and like, and she's like all clinical. And at one point, Cole went over and got a hug from his, his cousin, I think she was. And the little girl got a hug from her mom, but like then we just carried her over. And yeah, so kind of sad, really sad. But. but her dad came over and fixed the bottom part of their fence, at least finally. Because they don't have a retaining wall. So there, the dirt goes straight out, and with the fence damaged on their side of the property line, it's just open. Like the the, the base, they can just crawl underneath. Well, they it. put so they put a whole bunch of stuff so they couldn't crawl underneath it. And what happened is then they could crawl over it, and then they were climbing over it. Yeah. So now it's it's short up on the bottom. He's got boards that he's secured to the railroad ties that we have, and, and something else. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But. So anyway, uh, that was a depressing story. Um, that story was brought to you by uh, climate change. <laughs> <laughs> unreasonably warm weather uh it's spring it's february 13th and it's spring all the trees around yeah are budding brandy, all the leaves aren't brown and the sky isn't gray brandy put a picture up of blooming flowers on the street they're selling like posies in the store like like pansies and things like that like on a cart in the store yeah but that's also because it's valentine's day yeah but you usually don't have those kind of flowers like, because you plant those kinds of flowers in the ground. You I can't got, plant them at this time of year normally. I got flowers today for Valentine's Day from a secret admirer. Oh. <laughs> oh, owl, juice special. Like, two women were like, that's really sweet. I'm like, yeah, whatever. They're flowers. They smell good. And my woman's awesome. Yeah, whatever. They're flowers. You also sent them to me with an owl, which is like a symbol for death. Cool. Or wisdom. They're st- like, I don't understand why those two go <laughs> I together. I thought he was kind but. of... um. That's masculine. Duff towels? It, yeah, huh? it's, it's cute. It's cute. But she's like, here's some death flowers, some yellow <laughs> roses, some orange roses. Here's death flowers for you. 
yellow, orange, and red flowers with a little cute owl. They smell really good. Like my desk smelled great all day, which is fantastic. I'm curious because the the office I've been working in is full of women. Like it's straight up a hen house. And I'm curious what the flower situation is going to look like. <laughs> Samara. Because <laughs> I know that I personally try to show everyone else up that reworks with. From Which the sounds of it, it's not too hard. Every single time. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm, the type of, I'm the type of guy that sends flowers just randomly. Like, just on a random Tuesday because I think she's having a shitty day, I'll send flowers. Or on a random Wednesday because I want to, I'll send flowers. It's cool. So... I have lots of vases. <laughs> yeah. Nobody, anybody, you know, listening to this podcast, if you need a vase. If you want a free vase, just uh, let Message us know. Jessica, let her know. But you I'll do have to give her a porno well, mag. I'll have access to it. I'm nope. not the only one. Nope, you're, you're it. <laughs> you're the only one that pays but attention. But make sure though. you send a dick pic with it. <laughs> That's what you want, right? In the vase? No, I'm sending the vase. Oh. We send a dick pic, we return a yeah, vase. Yeah, and then I send it to all of you. No, no, you yeah. don't. You need to stop right there. <laughs> uh, we're remodeling our bathroom. That's fun. He says with a sullen look on his face. It's, it's coming along nicely. You got the, the shower tour out pretty quick, all in all. The floor tile's pulled out, but not the wall tile yet. Oh, 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 our other Valentine's Day thing. So we. Oh, yeah. We're not, we don't really get each other much on Valentine's Day. Like, a lot of people, like, go all out. Like, we might do dinner sometimes. Um, I'll usually cook something as opposed to going out. But we usually do something like we get each other's cars detailed for Valentine's Day. Like, just a nice gift that's not, well, we got license plates this year. Customized license Rail plates. Rail license plates. Mine is 35F25. And Chris's is 35F24. Because those are our seats. That's awesome. Because we're total fucking nerds. That's cool. I was so excited when I got up. Like I was like a little kid and I couldn't like focus. And so like I'd run in the house to get something. Then I'd run outside. And then I'd forget that I needed something in the house. And then I'd run into the house again. I was super stoked. <laughs> are you going to get bees? I'm just like jumping all over the place. To be the... or not to be? <clears throat> that is the question. I don't know. I'm on the fence because. <laughs> ha ha. Uh, right now is the time to order them. If you're going to order them. Like, right now is the time. I mean, really, you could order them, like, two months ago, because this is perfect weather for them. Yeah, at the right. We're go- well, I've seen bees, which well, is Well, that's scary. my concern, because we've had a couple hard freezes in a row now, too. Yeah, so so the the timeline to order bees is running out, because it's, it's, despite our funky weather, it really is a small window for them to actually order them, because they have to make sure that they're prepped, and then they come... It depends on the weather. Once again, ha ha. Typically, it's it's the last week of April ish is about the time frame. So anyway, they don't take orders for much longer. But I'm I'm just I don't know. I'm torn. I I, I don't know. Part of me wants to, but part of me after two what? failed years is like I don't know. Do I give let's, it a rest? Let's, let's go in. Let's go in halvesies. Why is this sound all weird? Does my mic sound weird to you guys? No. No. Yeah, weird. Um. Let's go halvesies. Have some zombies. You take care of them and just give me some honey. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was telling Bree. If they that, make it through the season, because last year yeah. I had not a single drop of honey last year. I was year. telling Bree that I'm going to try to encourage you to do at least one more season and see how they do. Because now that those fields are gone too, you know, who knows how Maybe. well they'll do even with that. Maybe, because I'm positive they, they were established with the fields and then come, I don't know, whenever that was, August, July, August, yeah. when they. Cl- yeah bulldozed everything and cleared it all out that was their habitat so 
So, yes, there is that argument that starting them over without the fields, hopefully they find it yeah, different. Yeah, without, well, without the fields getting demolished, like, partway through the year when they're trying to, you know, they've already established that's where they're getting all their food from. Yeah. So, if I if I don't this year, it's not a matter of I'm never doing it again. I just, I don't know. You should do it. It's heartbreaking but, to yeah, it is, put in that much time it's not it's not the cost right because they're not eh, super it's like expensive. 125 dollars but it's you know it's three to four hours a week every sunday doing the b thing do it anyway we'll come over and help <laughs> at least once that'll Let's be like fucking bees i don't know how you do this stand in the greenhouse and watch that's what the kids do <laughs> <laughs> you gotta teach them how make jonathan help i'm not afraid of bees nah i'm fine if i get stung whatever if I die when I get stung, that's a different story. But if you get stung, you just walk away quickly. Have, have all your kids been stung? Have any of your kids? I been think stung? only the eldest. I think. I mean, since you're keeping bees, you could easily like test to see. Just have an epipen ready. Who's <laughs> allergic? See who. <laughs> yeah, no. And all the ears are done. I, I want to say one, maybe two of them. I mean, Ebo's clearly not allergic. Yeah, he's an idiot. Every damn year he goes out there. Oh, you know who hasn't experienced? Oh, Rocky. We'll yeah, see. Rocky hasn't. Oh, he so. does with the bees. I need to come over and see Rocky. Yeah, Ro- yeah. He was an idiot. Every year, at least two to three times a year, he runs out there, barks at it, and gets his face right up to the hole where the bees come out, or at least as close to it as, as close as, as he can. And then he comes running. Stupid tiny. How many times? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so if I do place the order, it needs to be soon. So it's definitely on my mind. I was going to ask Farmer Luke if he thought you should do it, but he's gone, so he's not here. I wonder if he does bees. I know he gets honey from other places, but I don't know if he himself does bees. But I wonder if he, like, so I know I've heard that some some farmers will actually, like, lease out space on their farmland for, for bees. Typically, it's the orchards, apple and the fruit orchards. Fruit orchards. Because if you have the bees during the early season when everything blooms, it's so much better. Oh, yeah, you get so much more fruit. I yeah. mean, and, and this year, we're probably not going to have any, so. Yeah, well, saying there, there's another concern with bees. <laughs> What if there's like no food for them this year? Well, you have a garden. You'll have. A, oh yeah, but that's not enough for a colony. No, not for. So so. They estimate because it goes by weight when you buy your bees. It's a three pound box, and they estimate there's between three and five thousand. Yeah. To start with, and within a month, if if all goes well, you're probably up to ten thousand by the end of the season. Like twenty twenty plus. to forty thousand. Good job. Ten dollar bees. It's a lot of fucking bees. Shall all be used. Have you ever seen Candyman? Nope. Do you, you ever see Candyman? No. No bee sex. Only once. Yeah, only one bee gets the queen. The mates one queen. time. Only one bee fucks the queen. How do you queen. know they don't do it a lot? Because she's too busy pooping out babies. I would hate being a queen bee. That would be one of the shittiest <laughs> jobs ever. All you do is fucking produce babies. Yeah, but you don't have to go out in the wild and get killed. Maybe they're Mormon bees. You literally just lay there and poop out larvae. And somehow, someway, somehow... Yeah, but everybody brings you food, and it doesn't her, matter if you get fat. Her pheromones somehow tell everybody what to do. Yeah, that's crazy. She's like... Somehow she... I don't know how that works. She... 
just like every other woman. It's chemicals. We just tell you what to do. You know, you well, look. Except 90% of the hive is other women, though. And usually when you've got a whole bunch of women, things don't go so well. But That's look, true. you know, like you've, you've been there with your wife and she just gives you a look and you know exactly and what she wants. Everybody knows. It's like when the kids are acting up. Get the look from mom. <laughs> and that's it. You're done. You don't, you don't. You know, I can still count and my kids still won't, will, will do whatever I tell them to do before I get to three. <laughs> to three. The first time I heard her start counting, I'm like, what happens when you get to three? She's like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't ever had to get that far. I don't know. <laughs> the, they still, like, if I start counting, one, they'll like, look at me. Two, and then they go do whatever it is I told them to do. I know you're serious. So, Jess, what are you doing right now? What did you do this weekend? Well, I'm talking to Farmer Luke right now. So, <laughs> oh, is he when he, when he texts? Does it does it say words and then cough, 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 cough? I didn't ask what kind of sick he is. Oh, so but he's very sad. He couldn't make it. We'll get him back on. We'll yeah. have him another time. We drove past. He said his it's very unfarmer like of him. Yeah. He feels bad. Well, when you get sick, we drove past sick. his farm today, on, or today on Sunday, and we went. Oh, we're gonna meet that guy. So we know about the sickness. My kids. Like, You're down with, are you down with the sickness? Are they fucking done yet? I don't. I'm not. I don't have the sickness, but well, two of them had it. Started Sunday afternoon. Let me be clear. If I am sick. In the next couple of days, I am blaming you. You carry because <laughs> that's exactly what it is. So I haven't had it any symptoms whatsoever. Do you ever get the shot? No, I, I always know. get the shot. Never. I refused it when I had my physical. Never, I, never get it. I, the the one time, like ten years ago, that I actually got a flu shot, and maybe I'm just being funny, but that was the sickest I have ever been. Yeah, so, okay, here's the thing with the flu shot. I am not anti-vaccination. Oh, no, I'm not by any if means. If you've ever listened to this show, you know that I think anti-vaxxers are fucking morons. But the flu shot's a different deal, right? Because the flu is a guess. If they've got the right virus or not. Right, for the right strain that happens to roll through town this year. And, and <clears throat> I'm not of an age where I'm likely to die from the flu. I might get sick as shit, but that happens. Although this year, it doesn't really matter what, how old you are, people are dying. I know, it's fucking insane. But I'm like, mm, you know, I don't, it's not. I, I'm I not around little kids and you're not old. One of the things I question with something like the flu vaccine is, does that virus mutate so much in part because of the vaccinations that are going on? Because you, you look at a virus like chickenpox or smallpox, which was a, a pretty stable, this one specific virus, and we've almost eradicated most of that stuff. Unless you live in the Pacific Northwest. Because well, it's coming back because people stopped vaccinating yeah, the kids. Exactly. That's but. why I pointed out the Pacific Northwest and all those morons up there. Um, but anyway, we've pretty much eradicated some of those diseases, but they didn't. They, they weren't a rotating cast of characters. They didn't mutate. So I just wonder, I'm no scientist, it's just something that I think in my head, like, I know they say you should still get it, but I'm not around enough sickies, like children and old people that I, I care that much. And if I get sick, I'm a different kind of person uh, than most. When I get sick, I don't fucking go to work. I do not go to an office space full of people. I refuse. I do, but I wear a mask. But see, that's such an American thing. Like, why the fuck do we do that in America? When because you're I'm sick, not wasting my fucking vacation time when all I have is a cough. Okay. <laughs> you fuck say all that, y'all. You say that now that you take vacation. But before I, before I met you and started forcing you to go on vacations with me, actual vacations, what did you do? 
I still wouldn't waste my vacation time on that. And what'd you use your vacation time for? I got paid out when I left my work. When I left UHA, I got paid almost $5,000. So you took no vacations for a long time. Oh, no. When I had my girls, I had so much vacation. I was able, because there was no maternity leave because we had a small office. But you get, I took seven weeks with Cassidy and point. eight weeks with Sean. You weren't using them, so you didn't use your vacation. And then you normally, routinely did not use your vacation. Yeah, but I don't get sick either. But see, that's just like, that's a weird American thing. Like you go to other countries like Italy, like, and they have a, they get like a month. They get like eight weeks in Italy of vacation and like 12 holidays and, and, and a big part of that. And they get fucking paid extra. So in Italy, they get paid extra in December, like one extra pay period, just as like a bonus from like just about every company. Like I think it's required by law. And the money is specifically so they can actually take vacations when they have vacation time. And they're required to take their vacation. I'm required to take my vacation now. It's important. It helps someone recharge. And when, when you talk to companies and countries like that, they don't have a lot of workers that are sick. Because they get a chance to be... I mean, I don't have the turnover like we do. Yeah, People well, stay at a job for... And they don't work 16 hours a day because they have to get stuff done. They, you know, work eight hours a day maybe with a couple hour lunch where they can go relax and... They just don't get sick because they're generally, you know, they have, they don't suppress their immune systems and work themselves to death. So, but yeah, when I'm still going to go to work when I'm sick, cause I'm going <laughs> to put a mask on. And if I see a lot of sick people in the office, see ya, I'm gone. I'll go work from home. I don't want to be around you. I don't want to get sick. Although Jeff Rasmussen, I just like punch him in the face because anytime anybody even does anything, sneezes coughs or anything are you getting sick if you're getting sick you better stay with me like he freaking freaks out it's like uh, my to be fair is he lost his fingers when you cough and people cold. are like are you sick and you're like really i just coughed on you of course i'm sick <laughs> you had to ask <laughs> sometimes you have a stuffy nose like yes clearly i'm sick do you really have to ask i have stuffy noses routinely though. i do too but when it's clearly like yeah. different than your normal when it's like voice. congestion and everything although or sometimes i cough because i choke on something which that is different yeah and then I'm not of, sick. It's a different kind of cough, though. Too. <laughs> My had, coughs all sound the same. They know, all sound like I'm dying. I don't know if I've told you guys, but I had whooping cough once. <laughs> no, I'm sure you've never told us. <laughs> it's like, Can you guys hear my eyes rolling in my head? <laughs> oh, it's funny. Might be like the third or fourth time. It's funny because like <laughs> we'll be we'll we'll do something as a family. Like we'll go somewhere like a convention, or we'll go on vacation. And I've been on my feet for like six hours, and I have. I have steel plates in my legs, and I have plantar fasciitis. You've only told us that like ten times each. Okay, and and my feet get really tired after that long <laughs> amount of time on them, and and like they're fine when I'm walking, but once you like sit down to drive or something, that's when with plantar fasciitis it seizes up and it really gets painful. And and I'll be like, oh, my feet hurt so bad, and the girls are like, we know you have fucking plantar fasciitis. <laughs> Because, like, he just milks everything to the milkiest milk, <laughs> milking point. It's pretty fucking like, funny. he's a milking cow. He, he's <laughs> they call me Bessie. <laughs> <laughs> okay, one one last story, and then maybe we'll do some events and news and stuff. Uh, my mother-in-law, Bree's mom. Uh, I, you have a mother-in-law, don't you? Uh, yes, I do. And you kind of did. You did. Not kind of. I guess you actually did at some point, right? I thought you were married. No. Oh, never mind then. 
<clears throat> I thought you were married before. Uh, anyway, so I've never had a mother-in-law. Bree's mom. Uh, yeah, Don's mom. Yeah, I know you're thinking ago. about that. I'm thinking he, no. she died before I when ever he met was him. like 16, right? Yep. So anyway, hmm. so aren't you lucky? <laughs> Bree's mom for a long time. She was busy nonstop post retirement because she was taking care of her mother, so Bree's grandma. Well, and she was working a little bit when you yeah. first started coming around. Too, and so. she was working and stuff, um, but she was busy all the time. Now, grandma's been dead for a little while. And all the wills done, and there's all all of that kind of busy work with the house, and everything else is done. And Bree's mom, for the past several months, has been crafting, bored. So she's been crafting, and she's really talented. She's very artistic. She makes beautiful things. You guys have seen the wreaths and stuff like that that she has made. Um, she's the one that made the gnomes, the ugly sweater gnomes that we gave you guys. Um, but uh, she is old and she buys things and then tucks them away. And so the other day she's like, Chris, I need you to come over and do a few projects for me. And you got to understand, I'm the kind of person, like if it's not laid out before I go, like in part of my plan, I don't, I don't like not, he freaks out. not being on that plan that I had in my head of what I was going to do. So I'm like, okay, well, what do you need? She's like, well, I need you to help fix the sink because her sink in one of her bathrooms is like coming off the wall. It's a pedestal it's, sink. Yeah, and it's leaking because the, the gasket on the bottom is just all blown out. And she's like, and I need you to mount the TV that you guys got me for Christmas. I'm like, okay. And so then I'm talking to Bree. I'm like, I'm supposed to go to your mom's this weekend. I'm like, will you ask her what she wants to, me to do? Because every time we go over there, she adds like six other things. So I text her and she's like, so the TV and the sink and a peephole and a tennis ball. Oh, like, a people. A people? Where the fuck did this what? come from? I'm like, and she tells me this. I'm like, why the fuck does she need a people? She's got a camera pointed at her front door. Why does she need a people? Like, what purpose does a people serve? She's got giant picture windows the entire length of the front of her house. <laughs> that if you go to look in the door, you can see through the damn windows. Like, there's no hiding that you're there looking at this. <laughs> and you have a camera installed pointing right at the front door. What do you need a peephole for? So, so I text her that, and she's like, because I do. So I get over there. We get over there. So it like, starts okay, in the bathroom. I start in the bathroom, and I start looking at the sink, and I'm like, well, actually, I start, I start by going into the back room where the TV's going to go. <laughs> she gets the wrong kind of mount. After having a long discussion with her and telling her exactly what kind of mount to get a full motion mount, she gets a tilt-only mount. I'm like, Mom, you got the wrong mount. This isn't going to work. For what you need, this is not the right thing. <sighs> so then I start but, looking at the back. But you told me you had to tilt and I had to move. And I'm like, yeah, but you got tilt I said only. full motion. He said full motion. So I go in the bathroom and the sink, the the sink that was installed. So grandma apparently tried to get up using it and had ripped it out of the wall. Uh, and like when I say ripped out of the wall, there was like, like a, a, baseball a baseball sized yeah. hole in the wall. <laughs> and so the sink's barely hanging on. Like it's hanging on by one, one screw. And so I'm like, mom, I can't. Strong old lady. Like I gotta, I got <laughs> this isn't even like patchwork. Like I'm going to have to replace this drywall to do this. And she's like, oh. So I said, mom, why don't you just get a small vanity and put so, it here? And then I'm like, Mom, I'm not doing the peephole. Why the hell did you buy a peephole? Well, I didn't buy it. Well, you have it. to kind of tell the vanity story. Anyway, so we looked at vanities online, and she was like, yeah, that's a good idea. Maybe I'll just get a vanity. And I said, that would be better, because then we can just patch the hole and put the vanity put in front of it. So, and then I'm like, Mom, I'm not going to put a peephole in your door. Well, why not? I'm like, why did you even buy one? You've got a fucking camera that looks at the door. And I kind of went through <laughs> the same tirade I just did with you guys. And she's like, yeah, I guess so. I just, I found it in, in some stuff that I was going through. I'm like, 
just because you have it doesn't mean you need to install it. Go take it back to wherever you bought it from. Like, <laughs> just because you fucking found it in a box from 10 years ago doesn't mean you should use it. So then she hands him like a pre-made tennis ball on a string that you screw into the ceiling for a garage to park. Like because her. she wants to have as much room in front of her park. That one, park. I'm like, okay, I'll give My you mom this. is like borderline hoarder. Like, if I don't keep her in check, like, she hoards everything. I'm like, okay. yeah. She's like, oh, I could use this piece of garbage for crafting later. <laughs> but anyway, so, so I'm like, okay, I'll do this. So I, I do that. And she's like, oh, and I need you to do this thing with my water softener. I'm like, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> so he had to put some salt in the water Which softener. was easy. And I, I love her to death. So then, and we're, we're, while we're there, we're talking about our weekend and how we were tearing out the how bathroom. How we just tore out the shower. How, how you were coming over and you were going to look at what needed to be done and that I was going to need to take up some tile probably. And, the, and, and, the, and that you're sitting we were, aside next weekend to come over, you and know, the, be on call. Sunday we were gonna to. we were gonna be gone all day doing a couple of different things, and so Sunday at like five, like an hour before we have to be somewhere, she's like, "Well, I'm gonna get this one. Is this size enough?" And so first off, she's getting one that's looking at getting one. A she's, vanity. She's gone to the Home Depot to look at vanities to no, put in the bathroom. No, she's gone to the Home Depot to return the people and something else. <laughs> and they happen <laughs> to be on sale, so now she's looking at them that are too big, and then she's like, "Well." I want to get this one. And she finally settles on one that's not necessarily too big. And she's like, but I don't know how I'm going to get it home. Like in that like mother way where it's like, you should well, this is a t- in text, me. but I can tell. So I'm like, mom, I have to be somewhere in an hour. Like I don't have time. Well, maybe you could do it tomorrow. I'm like, mom, aren't you, pay- are you going to pay somebody to redo your bathroom? Cause that was one of the things we discussed. Cause she's like, well, I want the tile to come up and I want some wainscoting. And I'm like, why are we doing your sink right now? So I said, well, because <laughs> well, it's on sale. And I said, Mom, we don't buy things just because they're on sale. <laughs> <laughs> like, I get it. I get that you want to save money. But she's got, so the vanity that she's got that hangs above her sink now is an actual medicine cabinet vanity. And this sink comes with the top and a mirror. And she's like, well, I was thinking what we could do is we could block it out. We could put it like over the other mirror. Like, she like has take this apart thing. the medicine cabinet and, and I'm like, use this mirror I'm as like, the medicine Mom, cabinet. Do you know how medicine cabinets go together? Because they don't go together like that. Like you can't just <laughs> replace just the mirror on the burn. <laughs> I said, plus, if you get a cabinet, I can't guarantee that the sink is going to be in the same place, which means we have to make sure that like we're going to have to offset that mirror. Like I... Anyway, so I talked her out of it, and I know she was really bummed, but I'm just... <laughs> just crazy. Oh, my God. So th- and this is a normal thing with her now, because she just... She gets bored. She's just like, oh, I'm going to do this. I'm going to start this project. And then she's like, oh, I can't actually do this project. Yes, Chris has to come finish it. So I, <laughs> I told her, I said, we're happy to help you with projects, but the next time you want to do a project before you buy anything, please call me. Let's go over it together. Let's... Think about what needs Come to be done. And let's not try and do your bathroom at the same time I'm doing mine. <laughs> Please. <laughs> Please. <laughs> so Jess is doing some home improvement, aren't you? Am I? I'm working on cakes. You said you were. Four cakes. And tearing all your cabinets apart. Yep, that too. How do you work on cakes and destroy your kitchen at the same time? I got mad skills. Cakes got to bake. She's got I was mad so, skills. like, that, the, the house destruction stuff that goes on, like the, the, the disarray my house is in because of that bathroom. You know, the thing that's in the hall. 
it, essentially. No, and what's in that bathroom stresses me the fuck out. Like, <laughs> yeah, but you don't really go in that bathroom. If if shit is not where it goes, I, and I'm not OCD, but like that kind of that kind of like extra stuff in the house that's torn up and not finished, like drives me batshit crazy. It hasn't even been torn up for like three it whole days It doesn't matter. Yet. It doesn't matter. Every time I just get, I just cringe when I walk by the cement board in the hallway. <laughs> uh, but Jess is like, well, I tore, I'm taking all my cabinets apart because I'm refinishing them. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, when Bree did that, I was like, oh, was, and I did it like at Christmas time. Well, and it took like, it took like six months because it was too cold outside was too that cold. year yeah, I to actually go out and finish the job. So we had to kind of wait till it warmed up. Sections. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I could do the inside. Like it had all the boxes stained. I'm sure you remember because we had the mm, I do the party and we had cupboard door cupboard doorless cupboards. Off. Um, but I had to wait till it was warmer to go out into the garage to do the sanding of the, the doors. So I don't know how you do cakes while doing that. Like, I, there's no way. I she was do doing them at the same time. She was like stirring a cake, and she just <laughs> like little sawdust won't hurt. It just makes it hold together a little bit better. Yeah. Is that a high altitude instruction? Yes. Sawdust. <laughs> Fresh sawdust. <laughs> Sander offshoot. <laughs> All right. So this has been Home Improvement Talk. Um, should we move on to the new top podcast? <laughs> oh, man. You know something we don't have on our list of stuff to talk about? What? The Olympics. Yeah. I mean... Yeah. Have you been watching? I've been watching them. I've been catching a little bit of. I've been really busy this week, though. Like I haven't had time to, because we started going to the gym again, so I could be less fat. Because um, I'm really fat, and uh, I just don't. I haven't had time to watch them. Like I'm not. I'm home a couple hours a night. I'm not working from home, so I'm not like. Because normally, like I'd be watching like curling in the afternoon when it was on live. <laughs> it's that one time every four years that the that the world cares about curling. Dude, I care about curling 24-7. It's just the only time you can see it on TV. <laughs> <laughs> you had your chance, man. You had your chance. And I'm an armchair curler. I'm not going to go to Kearns and, and learn how to actually do it. I'm just going <laughs> to critique the fat guys. Look, okay, I'm, I'm not wrong, am I? The curlers on, on TV, they're not. They're like, they're in my kind of shape, right? It's so funny because you, you, you think it's an instant replay because they're going so slow, but it's not. <laughs> That's never, like real I've time. Never, I've what never watched it. when they slow it down? Like, <laughs> go make a sandwich, and <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, except for the dude with the broom, and the other guy's yelling at him. Faster, faster! It is the Olympics. Um, well, that's true. I don't think we could have had him here. <laughs> that's for damn sure. No, no. But last week we talked about the Olympic Exploratory mm -hmm. Committee, and they did approve going forward and talking to the Olympic Committee and getting a bid in for either 2026 20, or 2030. So, Sweet. Yeah. Which is uh, it's good. I, I think it would be cool to have the Olympics here Listen, again. if you look at Pyeongchang right now, there is not a lot of snow there no, either. They, like, at all I was watching cross country the other day, and, like, in the middle of their path, it's just, like, it's grass. <laughs> Yeah, as as uh, Jeremy and Bree Saturday night were looking at the bathroom, we were being manly and, and being manly, talking <laughs> about how to replace stuff. Uh, myself and Jeremy's wife Heather were on the couch watching figure skating and <laughs> snowboarding. <laughs> so we were like, we're watching. We watched uh, what's his name, uh, Red, whatever, win the gold medal in the the snowboard competition. Uh, that kid and watched him say fuck on TV. And sweet, I missed it. <laughs> 
Yeah, because we were in the bathroom looking at my nasty drain. Your hole. Your nasty <laughs> hole. Wow. That's not appropriate, man. You That's should. not appropriate. <laughs> Um, <laughs> anyway, anyway, yeah. Uh, so I like the Olympics. I, I enjoy watching them. I that's what I mean. The TVs really haven't changed from NBC at all because Bobcast is still on there. Of course he is. Until the truth comes out about him fucking sexually harassing people, he I works would with not him. doubt it. In What's with that Olympic skater's hair, though? Yeah, Bob Cost is still doing it. I have yet to see him. Is he not? I swear to God, I've heard his voice. Nope. It's Katie Couric and some other guy. I know it's Katie Couric. And Al Roker, of course, does some stuff. And that weird skatey guy with the with the flower hair. With like the Johnny hair. Weir. I don't know who that is. He is an Olympic medalist. <laughs> is, he a fi- is he one of the figure skaters? Yeah. Oh, okay. That's why he was doing the figure he skating He and stuff. Tara Lipinski were both figure skaters. But his hair is a flower. I've always thought Bob Costas was kind of a douchebag. I do think it's cool, though, that you see in the <laughs> Olympic commentating, they actually get a lot of past Olympic athletes, at least for American broadcasts, to do commentary. Which is on how it should sport. be, not Bob Costas. Well, it's because, like Bree said today, well, this is the, the one, maybe it was Jess, the one time a year people pay attention to a bunch of sports. Or was that you last night? I said I it like two minutes ago about curling. Yeah. Well, it's, the tr- it's kind of the truth with all of them. I mean, they do have competitions year-round for a lot of them. Like, yeah, but it's generally speaking, the only thing that you can watch on TV that's in competition of any of this stuff is usually figure skating. Yeah. The World Championships, National Championships. This is the only time that you get to see these athletes who have been training, well, some of them their whole lives. Like you, can, you can see like snowboarding competitions sometimes, but like you're not going to see biathlon stuff. By the way, who decided that was a fucking Olympic sport? Cross-country skiing, stop halfway through, pull a rifle off your shoulder, shoot a target, then start cross-country skiing some more. Like, Really? Is that the biathlon? Yeah. Yeah. I don't ever watch that. I don't understand. I'm I'm assuming it came from the World War II. So here in Utah, in fact, they trained soldiers to to go into the Swiss Alps because they were going to plan an attack going to the Swiss Alps. So they trained them to ski and shoot. But how do you decide, like, as a kid... That's like, what I want to do. <laughs> I'm going to be an Olympic biathlete. Like they, they've done. Maybe stories. you're good at skiing, and you like shooting guns. Like I've seen a couple stories where they have shown, like, like that kid, the the, the kid that won the gold in snowboarding. Like his, he liked to kind of snowboard, and his parents built him a little mini snowboard park in their backyard, essentially, like in the woods, like with rails. Sounds and Sounds like shit. what Jeremy would do. And and they if had a, snow. <laughs> one, the the one of the Olympic uh, the men the male losers. Uh, his dad built a little mini luge in their backyard, and they just the kept Austrian expanding guy it. Yeah, that won the gold. Yeah, and they kept just expanding the luge, and that's how he got into being in or the like, luge. Knock on the neighbor's door. Um, we need to expand our luge. Can we but, use your backyard? And the neighbor's like, "What the fuck's a luge?" <laughs> and I can even kind of understand curling because it's like it's like shuffleboard in Minnesota. So I mean, <laughs> like I can get it. It's hard to play shuffleboard if the shuffleboard court is frozen. Like, what do you do to improve that game? You get a rock and a broom. Yeah, curling. Um, but some of these sports, I'm just like, why? What? What drove someone to decide that that's like, okay, this is what I'm gonna do. Like this. Somehow I came up with this activity. Well, and, and some of the some of the things that are not in the Olympics are a little strange. Like skateboarding's never been in the Olympics. But table tennis is. So, yeah, there's that. Anyway. 
<laughs> I, I just typed in, I Google searched uh, obscure Olympics, winter Olympic sports. Said it. So, is, uh, is there a difference between ping that is pong just regular. and it's table tennis? Obscure. That says ice hockey. There's nothing obscure. There's nothing obscure. Is there a difference between ping pong and table tennis? It just depends on how sophisticated you are when you say it. Um, skeleton. skeleton. That's, That's my favorite. Let's fucking rock it down ice. So two, with the two thousand two forward. Two thousand and two was the first Winter Olympics that they brought that I don't know if they brought it back or that was the first time that they allowed it in competition. It was, was here. It permanently joined in, in two thousand and two. It, yeah. it said it was it nineteen twenty eight, nineteen forty eight, and then permanently in two thousand two. But okay. That one is crazy. Why the fuck do you want to go speeding down one of those Because you get like eighty miles an hour. Head first. So, so Luge, I think the top speed that they were at the other day was like 88 miles an hour. It's and the exact whoa. same track. Also, by the way, Luge, why the fuck do you want to do that? Okay, it's a little bit safer because your face isn't going to be the thing that hits first. But come <laughs> on. Like, that's fucking crazy. There's like like less than six inches between you and the ice, and you're going 80 miles an hour. Skeleton, they say there's actually less. There's about an inch. <laughs> that's what they want your... Because the weight of your head... And the gravity and the way it holds <laughs> down. Wow. That's insane. That what is that? Sound. What the fuck, really? Ski joring. This is a real thing. Skiing while being pulled by a horse or dog or multiple dogs. Although there are no Olympic ski drawers today, ski drawing was included as a demonstration sport in 28. Yeah, one year and they're like, okay, we're done with that. Ski ballet. This is legit too, and this isn't a real one. Um, it's been in 88 and 92, but they... No, there's actually YouTube videos. The guy that They're invented this. They're trying to get it to be introduced. Back, yeah, the guy is awesome, and I think he's local, actually. It's fucking, why do you come? I'm going to ski cross-country ski and dance with skis on my feet. Like With a gun. Weird. Bandy, very similar to ice hockey, but it involves a larger rink, a larger net, more players, and a small ball rather than a puck. That's field hockey on ice. <laughs> The super oh. giant slalom, because the giant slalom's not big enough. Yeah, that's not fucking crazy <laughs> enough. Military Man, patrol. Man, watching oh, their, you know. watching their knees about. during the slalom. I know, right? Yeah, this Holy is what you... I know, especially the moguls, like the, the fucking yeah. crazy... Where they have the really tight ones at the end. Speed skiing. Those Look guys at are, this fucking suit. Those guys are nuts. Oh, my God. World record speed, 158.424 miles per hour. On skis. If you crash, your body just shatters. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's cold. Ice stock sport. They don't even have a real picture of someone doing this stupid thing. What it's is It's somewhat that? a mix of curling and pedanic. I don't know. It's uh, Bavarian curling. And it was only in the 1964 Olympics. Yeah, it's weird. Sled dog racing. They've got the Iditarod for that. Winter pentathlon. On horses. Hmm. What the hell? What is that? Synchronized skating. <laughs> <laughs> now, I will say... That actually would probably be amazing I was just going to say, it would be really cool to see. Well, because ice dancing's fairly new, and, and that's actually a really cool event. It's really crazy to watch them do some of these moves on ice, synchronized. And yeah. I could see that. Synchronized swimming is kind of a joke, though, in the Summer Olympics. I'm just throwing that out there. Sorry if you're a synchronized Ethel swimmer. made it cool. <laughs> no. No one made it cool. It's not cool. You don't want a swim cap with flowers all stuck to it? I'm totally getting you one for our trip to Mexico. I'll wear it. I'll fucking wear it all over the cruise. <laughs> all over the kisses. Yeah, to I'll dinner. <laughs> fucking Speedo, no shirt, and that. Picture it. And flip-flops. 
course, you gotta have flip flops. Gotta have flip with socks. I don't, don't want to get fucking athletes. Flip flops with socks where you like pull the sock between your toes so that no, the you just get those. You on. just get the sh- the socks that they wear with um tabbies. the Japanese shoes called tabbies. Is that what they're called? Mm-hmm. All right, so we've talked about Olympics because it's going on right now. But and six gold medals the U.S. has: Sean White, red whatever his fuck name uh-huh. is, and the young the girl who is also a snowboarder, seventeen. Is she the, is she the one that her family's from Korea? She is yes. badass. That's why she's some young girl. <laughs> <laughs> All right, welcome to <laughs> Korean racism or uh, Southeast Asian racism. You know, I'm kind of glad that that one took me a long time to get because that means I'm not as racist as you. Racism fucker. today with Jeremy. <laughs> uh, sorry, cream of some young guy. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wayne's World. Took it there. All right. Our forty-seven minute intro. <laughs> it's well, hey, it's Fat Tuesday, and so I'm eating candy. Uh, so Jess, let's, you should eat it on mic. Now that we've taken um, almost an hour to talk about shit, basically, and call it Fat Tuesday coming out. I will you. turn your damn mic off. <laughs> that is loud. That bag was annoying. Jess, events. You want events? No. Um, no, I just said Jess events because I don't want them. Just go blow your nose and shut up. <laughs> uh, so not only is Fat Tuesday, but this week is the Lunar New Year on Friday. We've talked about this for the last couple of weeks, the year of the dog. And I don't know what kind of great fortune and feng shui you need to be doing, but you can Google that. Monday's so, President's Day, by the way. That's not an event. <laughs> it is for some people. If they I get, get the it day off, off. I'm taking it off because my wife has it off. Must be nice. Um... So there are a couple of different events going on around town. If you want to participate in the Lunar New Year, like um, you can go to Cottonwood High School on the 17th, which is actually the day after the Lunar New Year, the actual celebration. From 6.30 to 9, they're going to be having a big party. Party. Yes. Um, On the 16th, you can go down to the Discovery Gateway, and they have a bunch of fun activities for kids, I believe. Um, because we're just talking about the Olympics on the 16th, there is a Nathan Chen viewing party, which I don't know if you guys saw him in the, um, they did like a, was he the speed skating oval guy? No, Nathan Chen is a figure skater and he's originally from Utah. Um, but he moved to, he's actually from this area, but he moved to LA to train and he, so the first part of figure skating has been a team. Like, everybody's been really mad that after Adam, I can't remember his last name, he skated this beautiful performance for um, the USA, and they and then got a bronze. Well, it wasn't just his performance. It was the whole entire team. So, like, people just need to understand how the rules go. So, anyways, so Nathan Chen, young figure skater, and unfortunately he fell um, on one of his axles in his first skate. So hopefully this will be like the men's um, single skate. The 16th, you can go Olympic Oval. Uh, it's $15. You can skate. It's from 6 to 10. Or you can pay $30 and you get like activities on a buffet dinner. So. They're like building onto that, like building a whole like athletes training center over there. So that's cool. Yeah, it's really cool. Like if you go into the gym side of it, the rec, like the rec side. No, outside. They're like that's expanding awesome. it. So there's between the rec center... 
in the oval, it's like mm-hmm. a big kind of almost a dead space where you didn't park or anything, but it was grass. They're building something huh. there and it's going to be an athlete training center. I've never even been over there before, but I should. I used to ice skate all the time. So uh, that would be fun. Um, Jen and Derek are wondering if you're going to the wine soap making class on Sunday. I want to. I guess it all depends on how well I'm doing on my shower. <laughs> or you can just take a break. Take a break and go over there. It's only a couple hours. It's 11 o'clock on the 18th at their shop. Maybe I'll just go there first and then do the shower after. I think that sounds Don't like Don't make fun of my nose. <laughs> I do that at work all the time. It sucks and blow your nose. And, fucking and if you bloody. drink enough wine while you're making soap, coming back to do your bathroom will be even funner. Don't drink the soap, though, even when you're making the wine. <laughs> Okay, so you're not making the wine, babe. So next, yeah, so next, <laughs> actually working on that right now. So next weekend, the 23rd and 24th is Wizarding Days, which we had Val, one of the creators, on last year. And this year, it's same place. It's at the formerly known as the Southtown Expo Center. Yeah, what's the name of that again? The um, Mountain America. Mountain America yeah. Center. Yeah. It's the Southtown Expo Center. It is, just like it'll always be the Delta Center, it'll always be the East Center. Anyways, so they have added on some awesome workshops. They've added on panels. Um, it looks like it's going to be twice as amazing as it was last year, which is saying a lot because it was really an awesome they event last year. They did some really year. cool stuff like the wand making and potion making stuff they did with the kids. And they'll, they'll have all of that again. So some of the classes and workshops they're going to be having, they're going to do a Masters of Dueling they are going to do a care of magical creatures by creature encounters. Oh, cool. well, that is so awesome. Yeah. Um, I love creature They encounters. have built a relationship with the One Ring, which I'm, if you're not familiar with the One Ring, they're pretty much the authority on Lord of the Rings. <laughs> they are at all the conventions. They have like main news source for all, all things Lord of the Rings. So they're going to have a panel that is the truth about the new one that they're going to be doing for... Is it going on Netflix or Amazon? I don't know. Anyways, so that's cool. They're going to have Quidditch 101, a beard competition. The Utah STEM is going to be doing a bubbles presentation. Mm-hmm. And they're going to be doing puppetry classes. Uh, there's tons more. I just wrote here, down the ones I yeah. thought were cool. <laughs> so here, here's the thing. Like this is, uh, this is Wizarding Days is not. So think of like, like Comic-Con. Think of the KidCon area in Comic-Con, but on steroids and for not just kids, like adults and, and everyone of all and ages. L- last year it was very kid-oriented. This year they're, they've made sure that it's both. So um, we should have some more stuff next Tuesday to talk about before the event. Yeah, it's not just a place to go to check out vendors. It's lots of interactive things that you're doing. It's not just sitting and watching a panel. There is some of that. Yeah. But it is very much it interactive. Very like like. Making a an actual potion. They have different things that mm. you put in your potions and making a wand where you're actually creating the entire thing. And this is just cool. Lots of really cool stuff. It was cool. And so the 23rd, 24th, the 23rd, it's 1 to 8. 24th is 10 to 8. And it's reasonably priced too. It's $10 a day. You can get a $20 weekend pass. If you have a family of up to six, it's $65, which is, it makes it less than $10 a person. So, um, it's just a cool... It's totally worth it. And it's it's all them. They're not affiliated with any other convention in town. It's it's awesome. So if you love the fantasy genre, that is a good place for you to be next weekend. Uh, also next weekend, on the 27th, 
uh, our friend Josh the Herbalist and Jen from Olio are doing a tea class. They are doing an herbal tea for meditation. Same place as the last one at the Marmalade Library. They're on 3rd West and 5th North, I believe it is. Something. It's a cool building. Need you can't try, miss it. Need to try again with Josh. Yes, he will be back. Um, he has a couple of things he's working on, and he will reschedule with us. And I think we might do that sh- at time and place. Oh, that'd be so, cool. Yeah. Super cool. Um, She's been wanting us to go there for a while. Very, place very been willing to, you know, go. My, my airplane is still alive. I'm happy to report. Uh, my Japanese moss balls are still cute. Well, I don't think I, you guys knew that I bought them, but I did. So We're not allowed to have plants in my house. <laughs> <laughs> um, on the 24th, so we know about cider yoga. Yes, and well, goat yoga. No. Puppy yoga. Yeah, it's non-puppy yoga, but cider yoga. <laughs> so up in Ogden, there is a brewery, a brewery called Talisman, and they are doing beer yoga. And there that is you go. on the 24th. It's 10 bucks. 11 a.m., so you call, reserve your spot, 385-389-2945. You have yoga, then you have beer. Is the yoga optional? <clears throat> I don't think so. Sorry. <laughs> so, then there's... Look, I've never been to a yoga class where it wasn't go at your own pace. So, I've only been to one yoga class, by the way. <laughs> I found this really awesome event that I actually didn't even know existed in Utah, and it's scientifically amazing. So the 23rd and the 24th. Scientifically amazing? Yes, just listen. S- biologically? Uh, I don't know. Anyways, so <laughs> the 23rd and the 24th in Delta, Utah. Is it a stem cell research is thing? It's a snow goose festival. What? Yes, that's what I said. A snow goose festival? That's bizarre in De- Delta, which is pretty much like the middle of nowhere. So every Not spring. Much. <laughs> it is the middle of nowhere. Well, almost. So every spring, thousands of snow geese begin a 3,000 mile journey back to Canada. And Delta is the only place in Utah that is on their stop back to Canada. Oh, so they hang out at like the, the big like little river system that's over there? The big I would assume. <laughs> I do, yeah, I would assume so. Just because it's at the. It said that it's at. Because um, Lindsay's the the cabin that's out there. There's that water that they. A res- uh, like oh, it's a, at a out of oh. like as a, a reserve. Anyway, so yeah. that's really cool. I thought that was really neat. That and they have like a race and they do a craft fair like little towns do for festivals. But I thought that was really neat. That. So so where I grew up, they have Flaming Gorge Days in Southwest Wyoming and like Green River Rock Springs. It's a huge, big thing. It's like they parade. They get a bunch of has-been bands. Like I've seen a whole <laughs> bunch of crazy. Like I've seen Chubby Checker, Ario Speedwagon, <laughs> REM. Speedwagon is not has-been. Nor an REM. They broke up a long time ago. I saw them before that. I saw. Well, that's C- amazing. I saw CCR. Uh, <laughs> James was on playing with them. So so anyway, so the, this huge festival. One of the things oh they no, do is is they, they oh I've seen Three Dog Night as well. Uh, <laughs> they were there the same year the Ario Speedwagon was. Um, so anyway, they uh, they race ducks. They have like little rubber ducks that they ride oh, rivers on for half a second. I'm like, what the hell? They, they and, do in Chicago, and they set them up river and they gotcha. race them down, and whichever one wins, you win a bunch of money. That's cool. So it's you, not. It's stupid, but whatever. You, when you live in a town, 12,000 no people, you Didn't get you your kicks wherever. you race, like, twigs down your gutter? No? <laughs> when it rained? What, what, what kind of childhood did you have? An awesome one, clearly. Just twigs down. We burned, I didn't play outside when I was a child. We burned ants' nests. I mean, we, we had, like, G.I. Joes and moats. 
and uh, through M80s at you know animals in the wilderness. family of ten people. We tapped we taped firecrackers to inside of people's car doors. <laughs> I was outside like constantly. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we lived outside as kids. Yeah, totally. I Not mean, me. that's nah, Bri, Well, Bree was also an only child, so just saying. Uh, we used to. So all fireworks are legal year round. Most fireworks now, but when I was a kid, all fireworks like M80, like real M80s were were legit, and you could get them. Uh, but we used to take strings of like big old strings of black cats and hook them up to people's spark plugs. So in high school, you know, <laughs> and so you start your car and you, and it's loud as fuck inside of an engine compartment. Like the mid '90s was like '97. They re-released all the Star Wars back in the theaters, mm-hmm. and our guy friends wouldn't allow the girls to come with, so we would like terrorize their cars while they were at the movie theater. Put Oreos all over their I windows. I was pregnant in 1997. Firecrackers. <laughs> so we, uh... I'm so old. <laughs> Even Jeremy doesn't have a kid that's that old. Nope. I'm going to have to turn your ass down. Sorry. <laughs> Loud ass I was just speaking into the mic. I just was listening to these stories about Jess is telling about when she was like a little high school kid playing high school pranks and I'm thinking to myself, I'm pregnant with Cassidy because Cassidy was born in January of 1998, so I spent when, most of 1997 pregnant. That's your fault, not ours. <laughs> well, I know, but it just shows you how much older I am. When I was uh, when I was in high school, we used to we were malicious motherfuckers, like sugar in gas tank malicious. Pranks got out of hand. I remember we went on a school trip once, and a guy put sardines in my garment bag because it was speech and debate trip. Ugh. He put them in a, well, as we started the trip. I didn't find them until the second day, uh. and it smelled so god awful, and we couldn't figure out where the smell was coming from on the bus. <laughs> Clearly, like the couple dudes that were in on it knew, but it progressed from there. Like fish inside of cars, under seats, hidden real well, sugar and gas tanks. The worst. Then you're like mayhem when he's looking for the cell phone. Yeah, the the worst. Take Publishers Clearinghouse. You know the old Publishers Clearinghouse magazine the stickers? stamps. If you wet those stamps and shove them on a windshield. I'm pretty sure you've told this trick yeah, before. Yeah, probably. It fucks up. Your, you can't get it off. So anyway. I bet my grandpa has some on his table. I'm totally going to go get some. <laughs> <laughs> I know where you work. Are there any other events? I mean, I'm sure there's something going yeah, on. Yeah, he works like five minutes from you. It is the Olympics, <laughs> though, and like everything stops for the Olympics on TV. Here's the thing. Today I cried because a luge runner crashed, and it was devastating. I've never seen a crash like that. I mean, they flip and they hit their legs. Hey, to, and be, to be clear, though, they are doing one of the most dangerous sports in the Olympics. It's pretty dangerous. It's pretty amazing. And it's over in less than 47 seconds. That's how long the run is. A I've, good run is I've, 47, I've ridden down seconds. a bobsled run on dry bobsled, which is way slower than Olympic speeds. And, it's you know, you go down those runs in less than a minute, and it is so disorienting. The bobsled was way more terrifying than my aerobatic flight and my skydiving. Not terrifying, but intense. I'll say it was way more intense. First off, because none of them was scary. There was no need to jump out of a good solid plane. <laughs> it was amazing. It wasn't a I'm good gonna. solid plane, actually. If you would have seen it, you would have been like, I'm not going up in that plane. But yeah, I don't. You would have no. been like, I'm going up <laughs> yeah. in that plane. To jump I don't. You know what's crazier? <laughs> okay, you the, know what? First of all, the whole side of the plane is open. Like, the door never closes. Well, yeah, and it's like, like a, just sort of like a rickety 
piece of crap. But I've been up plane. on like a C one thirty and no. they open the, the the doors at like no. ten thousand feet. That's this really is, cool. <laughs> no, this is like a piece of crap. So you want plane. to jump? So maybe that's why you they do choice. it. You have a choice. strap to know, your back, and they're like, they, "Okay, we're going." But maybe that's why they do it. They like put you up in that plane so that you don't have any second thoughts. Because you're like, "I need to get off this plane." Your flight up is longer than your descent down. Again, why are you jumping out of a plane? Because <laughs> I could. Uh, I I will say what's crazier than the people that do the luge and the skeleton in the Olympics is the fuckers that do dry land luge. That that go down those mountain sides and they're. On fucking pavement. On the doing summit it. track. Have you ever seen the dry land luge stuff? Apparently I need to YouTube that. Oh my is that God. a summer Olympic sport or is it just a No, sport? it's just an extreme games thing. So it's like an X game sport, I think, but it's fucking insane. I don't know how they do it. It's like skateboard wheels on pavement, and the only breaks they have are their feet. Well, the cool thing is that the US won their first men's medal in the men's luge yeah, in the true. single luge. Um, the other night, and the guy that won is, I guess his dad had been in the luge business, and... He was a loser. He, yes. <laughs> and been in his, the luge business, huh? So, but it was the first time that they had won in, like, 50 years, That's so awesome. that was cool, too, and the guy that was uh, in the lead to win and had won the, the three, because they do four runs, um, he got kicked out. He was the fourth place. Yeah, like from first to fourth, like it just it. I have a love hate relationship with the Winter Olympics. Like I love them so much because people work so hard to get there, and it's just like their dreams. But then I hate it because then it's over in forty seven seconds. They have so much fucking sex there, though. You can't hate that. (laughs) Apparently, with all the condoms, it's like a cesspool of STDs at the games. That's they gave them condoms. Can you Google that? What is the STD rate at the Olympics? I don't know, but they do. Like that was a big thing when they when they did the Olympic Village here. Like all the condoms that they provided, because it is it is like a well. Think about it. Like you're in like from a biological and physical standpoint, these are people that are in peak physical condition. So. From a from a, a hormone standpoint, they're at their they're young. They're they're young. They're virile. They're like they're at the age where not all are young though. No, but most of them. The curlers aren't. They're the they're the outcasts. They're like the whole <laughs> <one too. laughs> no, But there are there are figure skaters that are in their thirties. Sure, sure. But there's st- but and, and there are exceptions. But the vast majority of these athletes are eighteen to twenty. Eighteen to maybe twenty six, and like. If all things being equal and we were savages, that's the time that everyone would just fuck their brains out. Um, that's still the time that most people fuck their brains <laughs> out. And these Olympic athletes, like, you're in such a high-stress situation. You can't drink and stuff like well, that And before. you're beautiful. Do you, you want to know? The, the first, so I Googled STDs at Olympics. These <laughs> are the first headlines of the first four articles, okay? It's 2014. STDs running rampant at Sochi Olympic Village. Mm-hmm. Rio Olympics 2016, Zika, uh, Dengue, STDs, and other health risks. I don't doubt that. Look at the swimming pool. 2010. Wow, the Zika virus was a big deal in, in Brazil. 2010, Olympian sex athletes to use 100,000 condoms. 100,000 condoms. There's not even close to that many Next. athletes. Trojan makes Next. their money every four years. <laughs> <laughs> Can I tell you my favorite condom commercials ever were the balloon animal commercials where the balloon animals, I think they were Trojan, they might have been latex, but there's like balloon animals like walking around like, and then all of a sudden they start fucking and then you realize they're made out of condoms. <laughs> 2012, sex medals and STDs in the Olympic Village. 
It's a big thing. I mean, just went 20. This, this might be my favorite. This is from STDcheck.com. 2016. Went for the gold. Maybe bring it home. Gone. <laughs> <laughs> that could be the show title right there. Gold or gonorrhea. Ooh. Wow. Well, I'm, wow. Not, I'm writing that down. And that's on the case. that's on the front page of Google, by the way. But it really is. I mean, think about it. Because and then once you once you compete, there's some stress relief, and it has, and that's fucking party central. Like when you when you talk to some of the athletes that are in the later events, like the Olympic Village turns into a gigantic fucking party because the people that are done in that first week, they're there the whole time, and they've done their event. They can do whatever the fuck they want. So they just have a good time. They're just they're done performing. They they don't have another competition in a while. They need to blow off steam. And it is like one giant fucking orgy. You could go sit in a freaking ice bath to do that. Um, no. No. Not to fuck. Shrinkage. No to get the steam Shrink. off. Oh. Never mind. <laughs> to get STDs. To cool off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they survive ice baths. <laughs> Can you imagine the hot tubs? Uh. Four hundred and fifty thousand condoms were distributed at Rio. That's not enough. Just think of all the poor Olympic babies out there. I wonder there. how many were distributed at the Salt Lake Olympics since we're such stooges. Returning Olympians are encouraged to get tested. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the war babies after after the war. These are the Olympic like, babies. How, wait, I've only been home for six months. How are you having a baby now? <laughs> it's premature. It's 10 pounds. It's premature. <laughs> Come on, Doc. Okay, let's let's get into some non, <laughs> non-Olympic sex news. Um, let's go back to uh, being winter or spring, as it were. Um, so I was commenting this week as we were driving about on Sunday because we had a lot of things to do. How the mountains look like it's June. Like the amount of snow that's on them in the valley. And you look up and you're like, that's like early to mid-June. A little bit of snow up at the top and that's it. That's crazy. And it's a big problem. So, well, you know Cape Town in Africa, um, in the country of Africa, the big country, the giant. Not the band. Is there another country? So South South Africa, Cape Town, South Africa. Um, It's all the same. It's all the same shithole, really. (laughs) Is thanks. that not... Thanks, Trump. Is that not okay to say? <laughs> is that not okay? <laughs> thanks, President Trump. We've already been r- racist towards Asia. We can move over to Africa. <laughs> Which continent do you want to pick next? Uh, they're all shitholes. It doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so anyway, uh, so Cape Town's running out of water. And you know, KSL, KSL is the king of, uh, hey, this tsunami hit. Can we have a tsunami in Utah, landlocked Utah? Could there be a tsunami from the Great Salt Lake? What kind of damage would it do? Sharknadoes. Like that's Sharknadoes. Brian Shripnadoes. That's the legit <laughs> kind of stories that they do. But this one's real. So Cape Town's literally running out of water. They're rationing water um, 50 liters a, a day right now, which you think that's a lot. The average American takes a, a shower that's 85 liters. Unless you're my roommate. I thought it was 65 a lot more does he never shower. According to this report, it's, it's 85. So anyway, they, they kind of compared us to Cape Town, um, and, and we're asking the question, uh, are we going to run out? The answer is not anytime soon. We're, we're much better than they are at conservation, at water storage. Um, no, we really are. We really are in comparison. Get my jam on to Eddie Van Halen. Oh, but you're like shaking your head <laughs> no at me. I'm going to have to turn this off so you stop telling me no. <laughs> 
But uh, anyway, so they were asking that question, though, because we have such bad snowpack. Um, there's been a lot of stuff written about what's going on in Lake Powell and Lake Mead. Uh, so Lake Mead, which is the largest reservoir, I think, in the country, um, it supplies water. So it comes out of the Colorado River system, which a lot of our water comes out of, which supplies water to 40 million people. Um, All the way down into Mexico. Yeah, basically the entire West Coast, with the exception of Idaho, Nevada, not Nevada, but Idaho, Washington, Oregon, um, everything else is supplied by the Colorado River, California, Arizona, Colorado, us, Mexico, New Mexico, Utah, Wyoming. Uh, and Lake Powell and Lake Mead are towards the bottom and don't get a lot of the water because all the reservoirs up north get it. So uh, in parts of Wyoming, snowpack's at 110% of average. But once you get down south, uh, they're at 32% in parts of New Mexico, uh, which is around like around the San Juan River. Uh, and in southern Utah... Uh, it's not any better. Um, so they're only expecting 47% uh, of the average inflow uh, down into Lake Powell. Um, so it's going to drain dramatically. I lied. It wasn't Eddie Van Halen. It was Nikki Six. Oh, sorry. <laughs> uh, so Lake Mead is the largest. It's dropped 41% of capacity. That's almost half. Uh, That's yeah, insane. Yeah. No, it has dropped to 41%. Two, so it's less than Do you half. think less that they should ban boating and all kinds of water activities on them? Well, that's one of the things that they're talking about, especially with Lake Powell, because it is such a huge recreational lake. But it is at 56%. That is the second largest reservoir in the U.S. Would stopping use of the reservoir for boating stuff, would that have any... It would make it so people don't dive in and die. Well, that's true. Uh, I mean, yeah, so when the when the water levels get low, people do die. Uh, because there's there's just not enough not enough water and on people the people don't know how to judge it. The, the cliffs that people jump off of and things like that. There were a lot of people that died at the Flaming Gorge when it was really low years ago. Um, but they're saying even in Salt Lake, like our pack, like I was looking at it. But they, so there was an, an article that came out after we did our podcast last week that was talking about how we actually do have a water reserve. Yeah. And... Like, we don't have to be panicking. So we can't, but this is, the th it's like that commercial. We've had an above average snowfall. Do we really have to conserve water? The answer is well, yes. we should anyway. So we, we live, live in a desert We state. live in a desert. <laughs> yeah. So we should be, we should be practicing cons conserving water. We just barely came out of a pretty long drought. Um, this, this is a year that may well take us back into a drought. We do have reserves. Um, our reservoirs are, are very full right now. I mean, if you remember last year, they were having to release reservoirs and, and create flooding because there and was we, no yeah. no room left. And we still have residuals for that. So I think, and I can't speak for every town in Utah, but just because I was driving up through the avenues early this morning, if you want good, like, dry scaping ideas, drive through the avenue. <laughs> like, the people up there are amazing at what they've created. And just like what you're talking about, water conservation, it creates an opportunity for, for that. So the drought the drought monitor has uh, most of, of southern and in particular southeastern Utah, um, basically everything southeast of the Great Salt Lake in a severe drought scenario. Um, Western Utah is a little bit better, and and the kind of northeastern portion of Utah um, are in moderate, and then just the far north reaches of the state are, are in a an abnormally dry, so not not really drought conditions yet. Uh, if we have another winter like this, that that will change though. 
Uh, and this winter is just, I, I hope that it creates a lot more awareness of trying to conserve water because it's not always going to be good. They actually are estimating that by 2060, we won't get snow anymore. We'll just get rain here, the way the weather patterns are changing and the way climate change works. So, there's Which that. is like the saddest thing Then we'll ever. have the rains like in Africa. <laughs> <laughs> it's so sad, though. Think about that. Like, that's only 40 years from now. We'll, like, we'll still be around, and we won't have nope. snow. I think I uh, discussed this earlier. <laughs> When I get close to 90, that's not close to 90. That's oh. not close to 90 for you. It's it's over 80 but for that's, me, But that's probably shooting time. Just saying. <laughs> I don't want to live My friend Kelly long. says the same thing. Yours is like 65, though. She's like, she's capped it off. She's like, I'm done. Retirement. I'm not going to retire. I'm just going to go. Um, so on to legislature news. Legislator. Legislative. Which one is it? Legislative. Anyway, on the news from the legislature. Uh. <laughs> well, that's correct in that sentence. Uh, the sentence you were using it before in was legislative. I can't help it. Just use the right word. So the House and the Senate are trying to pass uh, some medical marijuana bills. The House in particular. This is interesting. So they pass HB 195. They fell to pass HB 197, which was a companion measure, which for 195 to work, 197 has got to be there. So basically they said... We'll, we're willing to legalize a certain types of medical cannabis for terminally ill patients, but uh, you but can't, can't grow, grow it. it, you can't buy it, you can't get it. So <laughs> I'm gonna, so thinking in a bigger picture because we've had these conversations with senators, with lobbyists, there had to have been something in that bill that didn't sit, maybe wasn't worded correctly, and so perhaps that's why they said no to that one. So part of why they're trying to do it is. There is a petition out there. We've talked about it. It's likely to get enough votes, to a lot of enough sig initiative. signatures to get about to be a ballot initiative, and it will probably pass if it is. And then the legislature doesn't really have a choice. So here's my theory. People, they know that people want this bill, so they vote for the actual bill, but people aren't paying attention as much to the supportive bill. And so when that doesn't get passed, it's, it's kind of a subversive way to not pass the cannabis bill. Yeah, ma'am. Uh, okay, some other stuff going on. Um, By the way, what this guy says, this Representative Merrill Nelson from Grantsville voted against it because he said it would violate federal law. Well, like, clearly other states are doing it, so don't be a well, dick. Okay, so, no, here's <laughs> here's my thing, right? He's a Republican, right? Oh, wait, wait, what am I going to say? Other turning around. Okay. Chris is reading. Holy shit, my least favorite uh, representative had something good to say. Mr. Uh, Mike Noel, bitch face from Kanab, Utah. <laughs> he said he argued the state needs to do what the federal government should have done a long time ago. He said he's not seeing people suffer when they could be helped by a plant that you grow in your backyard. Keep reading it. We're not California. We're not California. Colorado, California. We're not Oregon. Uh, did you, do you see any action against them? Which is true. Like, he's basically saying, you're a dipshit, right? Like, the government's not doing anything. There are... Only a handful of states left that don't have at least medical marijuana, let alone recreational marijuana. And the federal government, while Jeff Sessions is a dipshit and has said he's going to crack down, they haven't yet. And and if they do, it will ultimately go to the Supreme Court. Because what are what are the leaders of the state? They're Republicans, right? What's one of the big things Republicans argue? States' rights. This is as much a state right as anything. 
States get to dictate a lot of medical laws, a lot of a lot of medication laws. Um, there's no reason this this shouldn't be something that they get to dictate as well. Um, so that's a that's a shitty argument to vote against something. Well, and for the so Representative Karen Kwan, who's a Democrat, said that um, she voted against it because it needs to be. I think that it needs she needs she wants it to be a broader bill. Yeah, because she doesn't want it just for terminally ill diseases. But let's let's at least take a step and help some people mm. and then work toward it. See, but I, I worry that if you take that step, we'll never get beyond that. I think oh, you need to make the never, right thing. That's not the case. It won't be never. The other thing is the people lobbying for it aren't the terminally ill cancer patients. The people that have been pushing it the biggest are like mothers that have kids that have pro chronic seizures. Not a terminal condition in terms of being terminally ill wouldn't be covered by but this legislation, but those kids would have a world of, of good brought to them from, from being able to smoke medical marijuana or to have edibles mm-hmm. or to have oils that they take in a pill form. Like that, that kind of stuff, like why stop at terminally ill patients? Why can't we go? Look, we don't have to be California's fake medical marijuana where every condition under the sun gets it. But at the same time, my nose is running. Can I have some cannabis? I don't really want the government legislating what my doctor thinks is right for me. Right? They already do. That seems like kind of welcome a, to being a woman. You can't have birth control, and you must have every child that's ever conceived. And and as soon as you have that child, fuck you. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> you are a child. Now, you, now you know how women feel. You're a birthing bag, right? Is that what you are? You must have different <laughs> doctors and governments than you guys. <laughs> I have birth control and no babies. Well, you have a certain health care <laughs> that will cover it. But there are lots of women whose health care doesn't cover birth control. I'm and not also a religious zealot either. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> but so anyway, I, I hope that it gets on the ballot because I don't think the legislature is going to do enough. Uh, so I'd like to see it get on the ballot and I'd like to see uh, the, the public vote. Uh, and I think it will pass uh, if they do. So. Um, okay, so how other, excited are you about the fireworks bill? Uh, I'm not going to that one yet. We're not even there I'm yet. super excited. I was actually going to talk about this one the one that's uh, next in my packet. The arrest quotas. Uh, how did you that order? There was no. Uh, there it wasn't. There was no link. Then how do I have it? And you guys don't. You totally skipped over cop killing teens. What? I don't even have that one. Uh, It doesn't matter. I'm telling you about uh, arrest quotas. Oh, that's because there wasn't a story for cop killing teens. Uh, Okay, so we've been talking about it, so we know. Yeah, we talked. So the 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 bill that we talked about, where teenagers could be tried as adults for killing police officers, um, that has failed. Uh, The House rejected it. Thank God. Um, I think the death penalty is stupid. I'm not going to go into my tirade there. Um, But uh, there is a uh, Howard Stevenson, who's a Republican out of Draper. Um, has uh, introduced legislation to uh, make it illegal uh, for law enforcement departments to give out arrest quotas and ticket quotas. And there's a big discrepancy. Some offices are saying, yes, we do that, and some are saying, yeah, no, we don't do that. And everyone knows that they do because when you drive on certain times of the month, you see a ridiculous number of people getting pulled over for stupid bullshit infractions. I see it a lot. I drive bang at her. <laughs> so I see a lot of that stuff. Um, okay, fireworks. Maybe idiots just drive on bang at her. 
That is true. That is true. <laughs> I do notice uh, a lot better traffic flow as they get more and more of these uh, bridges done and these overpasses. Um, I'll be interested to see how the tunnel works over on 114th because that is one fucked up intersection. Yeah, it's a disaster. Um, but they've been able to work on it throughout the winter because there hasn't been much <laughs> of a winter. True. <laughs> that is true. Uh, okay, so the legislature is uh, HB 38. Uh, they have voted on it, uh, and Governor Herbert needs to sign it as of today. I don't know if he has. But basically, it just shrinks the number of days that Utahns can shoot off fireworks. I think they should shrink it one more. So from July 2nd to the 5th and 22nd to the 25th, and I am fucking ecstatic. Uh, I hate my neighbors. Uh, I think it should be the 3rd to the 5th, and the 23rd uh, to the 25th. So the downside to doing it the 3rd to the 5th, and, and, and the reason they want to keep that larger window, is weekends. So if you do the 3rd to the 5th and it falls on a Thursday, guess what? No weekend fireworks for people. When has when has fireworks when has the day of the week ever stopped your neighbors from firing off fireworks? It doesn't, but I'm just talking in You're general. You're probably also hear them this weekend as well because this is a Chinese New Year and it is an allowable holiday I know. for fireworks. I don't think so though because my neighbors don't celebrate China. <laughs> Well, but you live in Kearns, Kearns, OS Valley, and West Jordan have high Asian populations. Not in my neighborhood. That's actually an ethnicity not well represented here. Yeah, but it's probably close enough that we'll probably, she's right, we'll probably hear something. We it might. might not be close, but. You know who's big is Hawaii. Hawaii New Year celebrations. Uh, well, not China. I'm sure the Chinese New Year is big there, too. But uh, the New Year New Year is really big in Hawaii for fireworks. Uh, I never thought about the Chinese New Year. Yeah, surprisingly, they don't they don't do celebrate think, Independence Day all that much, though. Do you think they make fireworks like the Whistler that bark? What? They go up in the air and they're like, burf, 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 burf. No, but did you see in the opening the ceremonies the when they had the fireworks that spelled <laughs> out welcome? It was so flippant awesome. I did not get to see the opening ceremonies. I'm disappointed. It was rad. They're usually quite the spectacle. Uh, okay, so the drunk driving law, the .05, um, may actually get pushed back. So House Bill 345, uh, Karen Quanigan uh, out of Murray, uh, is trying to get that delayed until 2022. So they have time to work out the shit that they said they needed to work out first. Uh, when they signed it and didn't actually put in good enforcement and penalty measures and everything else. Uh, so hopefully uh, that happens. It is interesting, though, the longer that this is out there, the more you're starting to see from federal agencies that say, yeah, this is really where we should probably have it at. Well, we talked about before how over in Europe that it's very Australia, common. Yeah. So maybe there's something maybe to that. Maybe we're cutting edge. That's what, please don't say that because that is what uh, that is what everyone else will have you believe. <laughs> um, so this next article is titled, Thanks for Reading. Please consider subscribing. That's not what it is. <laughs> You're a terrible reader. It says... Thank you for reading. Oh, yeah. Thank you for reading. Okay. So let me, before we get into this article, because this is no longer legislative stuff. This is, uh, well, I mean, kind of is because the legislator is, uh, the legislature is considering doing some stuff. But I want to talk about the Salt Lake Tribune for, for a moment. So that's where this article is going to come from uh, that we're going to spout off about. But uh, Salt Lake Tribune website, if, if you guys have been there in the last couple of years, it is a giant pile of dog shit. The ads are obtrusive. It makes reading stories near Actually, impossible. most of our news sites are that way. Um, the Salt Lake Tribune was particularly bad. It was horrible on mobile devices. Um, and I, I think they probably lost quite a bit of readership as a result. And they have been trying to figure out a way to fix it. 
So they recently introduced a new site, which is fantastic. The way the articles read is great. There's one issue. They want you to subscribe to read articles off of their site. That is not how you monetize a news website, folks. Nope. Um, so uh, it's really easy to get around. I'm not going to say that out loud on this podcast because uh, I want to continue reading it um, somewhat for free when I flip through the articles every once in a while. Um, but honestly, if there's a choice between paying for that and going out and getting free news elsewhere on one of the many other sites locally that I can get free news, I'm going to get my news that way. Um, they want to charge a subscription for you to read more than 10 articles a month. 10 articles a month. Uh, they want you to pay a subscription. And from what I can gather, you're still going to see ads if you pay for a subscription. So Hulu's figured that out. Mm -hmm. How come you can't, Salt Lake Tribune? You have plenty of other avenues to figure that out. A lot of other people doing similar things. Now, on to the article that I'm going to plagiarize from you. <laughs> uh, so to give credit, you're this spreading, is... You're just spreading the word. Yeah, so this is an article by Nate Carlisle, if you want to go check it out. I don't know what the title is because the Tribune ruined it for me. Um, but The title is, thank you for reading. Please <laughs> consider <laughs> subscribing. It's really dumb, and it's not your fault. It's just dumb that they've done that. It's actually Utah job discrimination increase is the topic. But yeah, so so this is a, it was an article about... Um, Job discrimination in Utah. So the Utah Administrative and Labor Division, ULAD. Um, so basically this is the agency that uh, is in charge of a lot of labor filing. So if you have a labor dispute, this is that's who you go to talk to. Um, you can do that or you can do it federally, but if you go federally, they're just going to tell you to go back to your state first. The title of the article is Utah Employers Were Accused of a Lot More Discrimination and Retaliation in 2017. Okay, whatever. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Salt Lake Tribune, thank you for sucking. Um, so in 2017, uh, 1,831 instances of discrimination were reported. That's a big jump. That's a really big jump. And the biggest jump was in uh, a category they call retaliation complaints. So basically, if a worker uh, complains about something and then gets fired, they then go file a retaliation complaint. So out of those 1,800, 60, 519 were retaliation. Were, were legit, though? Because I'm sure, I mean, I, I have no doubt that a lot of them are, but I would, I would have to guess a handful of them are just stupid people. They make insurance I'm, I'm sure they are. I'm sure they are. But, that yeah, that's that's part of part of what, what businesses pay. And it's it's alarming to see that increase. Um, and, and the number of charges filed by uh, UALD actually only represents a fraction of the employees who complained. So when you file a complaint, uh, it, this is what they say, only 0.7% of cases uh, actually get filed. Uh, they only file charges on 0.7 hmm. cases. So that's, a, that's huge. That's a huge number. So I don't know exactly what that means for the state of Utah. It's certainly alarming. Um, uh, I know Jim Dunnigan, um, HB 30, passed the House. Um, it was to give uh, them a little bit more jurisdiction because right now the problem is uh, UALD only works if you have 15 or more employees. So if you work for a mom and pop shop that's got like six people that work there and, uh, you know, you complain about uh, sexual harassment from the boss's son, the boss says, fuck you, get out, you're fired. You have no recourse. You're just screwed. You can't go back 
for anything because they have less than 15 employees. So uh, that's kind of what these bills are. But that's uh, that's alarming. That's a, that's a high number. It's really hot in here. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, my face is on I'm fire. Freeze- <laughs> I'm freezing. <laughs> I'm literally like rubbing my arms to keep. I'm sorry. Warm. I didn't think it was that hot. It's okay. It's warm. I almost died last week, so. <laughs> Thank you for for that. There, they can get your electric blanket, your fancy electric blanket. Oh, look, we have a visitor. Oh, look, Don's here in a suit. What is he in a suit for? It's a Tuesday. This is weird. It's, you can't wear suits on Tuesdays. It's just like just I can't weird. wear a dress on Tuesday. People are like, "What's the occasion?" I'm like, "It's well, Tuesday." He is. Uh, he does Pizza Hut deliveries a couple nights a week. Tuesday's one of those nights, so it's really weird to Maybe see him. Maybe it was him. wear a suit today work. Maybe he had a funeral or something. I don't know. They do happen. And you, Maybe don't he wear, got the big you don't promotion. wear you don't wear a suit to deliver pizza. <laughs> Maybe he got the big promotion. Maybe he wanted to be fancy to He's deliver. He's the manager now. He's uh, like the chauffeur of the pizzas. He has no interest in being the manager of Pizza Hut. <laughs> I, wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't either. What the hell? You just got you just came in with a creepy look on your face, like there's you were touched in sp- a spider. There's a spider, there's a spider hanging. hanging down from the ceiling outside a the white door. White one. I saw it when she opened the door. Where's Boone at? He likes spiders. You just hold the cat spider. up to the ceiling like that. Uh, it's the circle of life. <laughs> <laughs> the circle of life. How is it possible that I'm always freezing and everyone else is always hot? Because you're it's cold-blooded. You're cold-blooded. I think you have poor Cheeks circulation. You're a snake. I walked out of here last week. My cheeks are like bright white. I don't know how you guys didn't say anything. Your <laughs> teeth were? My cheeks. Oh, it's Not like a lizard. Teeth. I don't pay He was dressed in his suit because he went to the temple. Oh, he to deliver pizza? Did, is he done with pizza? Can they order pizza at the it's temple? Tuesday. Did no, he, he just he, went to the temple. That's all I know. Maybe he changed his right. delivery nights. He had to go He had to go baptize a Jew. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They don't do that anymore. <laughs> Wrong. They, they, they do. do. They're not supposed to be doing that anymore. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. That's another thing we didn't talk about uh, from the legislative session. No. <laughs> The recording stuff that the Mormon Church was trying to back, um, trying to make it a two-party consent state for recording. Uh, Yeah, that shit got shot right the hell down because enough people... This Again, guys, this is where calling your state rep, uh, sending them email after email after email, and calling them day after day after day pays off because enough people bitched that that is an insane idea to make it a two-party consent state for recording conversations and videotaping and all that other stuff that that did not make it to the floor and, and really get a vote. It got shut down because enough people called and complained about it. So that stuff works. Uh, okay, so... Is that from the people recording Temple stuff and putting it on YouTube? Well, so that's no, what... it's more of like the bishop interviews. Yeah, that's kind of... People, people kind of suspected it was probably like the, the private bishop conversations where you talk about touching yourself and he tells you that you're a bad boy and you're going to lose your temple card and... Richie lost his that way. <laughs> Richie Stedman, he's told the story before. He's he lost his temple recommend at one point because he liked to jerk it a little bit too much. It was a problem for him. Priorities. Just <laughs> it priorities. Yes, yes we did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, boy. Uh, yeah, the Olympic athletes got their priorities in the right spot. That's for damn sure. <laughs> 40 uh, billion condoms. Four, 40 billion? <laughs> Fuck. 450,000. 40 billion? 
<laughs> Maybe. Uh, That's an onion still, article brought to you by like Jeremy's Garden Onions. 400 <laughs> 40 billion. Okay, we're going to make sure that we have enough condoms for everyone in everyone. the country, everyone in the world, uh, many times over. Including babies. <laughs> like damn near eight times over. <laughs> Fucking 40 billion condoms. I don't think they could do anything athletic if they <laughs> fucked that much. <laughs> like they would have no energy at all. I don't care how in shape you are. McDonald's, they've served 44 billion. Speaking of, <laughs> speaking of food service, uh, I wonder if they count really fat people as two. <laughs> <laughs> I, are you talking about McDonald's? Or you talking about the airlines? <laughs> Condoms? And what? <laughs> <laughs> McDonald's. <laughs> yeah, of those four hundred, uh, those those forty billion condoms. How many were magnums? <laughs> God damn. Not, nobody enough. needs a magnum. All right, speaking of food and condoms, Utah County Jail um, has, a, <laughs> has, has a culinary program. Um, did you guys get a chance to read this one? This yes, because I sent it to you because it's I know super you rad. sent it to me. This is from the Daily Herald. Um, they have a cool article. There's a lot of cool things happening in Utah County, by th- the way. There's a lot of weird shit going on down there. I'll let you talk about it, Jess, because you, you picked it out. Oh, my goodness. Okay, so the Utah County Jail has a culinary program. Which is super awesome. They have their own commercial kitchen. They utilize the inmate labor. They are producing thousands of meals a day for Meals on Wheels, the jail staff, and the inmates. That guy doesn't wear isn't wearing gloves in the picture. He's shaving something though. Don't worry about it. No, he's (laughs) okay. So my most favorite thing about going out to restaurants is looking for uh, spelling mistakes. I'm a nerd like that. At restaurants? At like restaurants, on, on menus. Even? Yeah. Oh. And so this is under the picture. It says Armando Ramirez scopes cookie dough out. <laughs> By the way, scoops? he's scoping. So I like to scope Well, I guess dough. if he's scoping, he doesn't have to have gloves on. So Look, 1970- here's the thing. It's Meals on Wheels. No one cares about those people. <laughs> so, oh. I have a hair in my cookie. <laughs> so in 1979, Congress passed the Prison <laughs> Industries Enhancement Certification Program. Under the Justice System Improvement Act. And so that pushed for gels to start educating their inmates and giving them job-related schools, uh, skills. Okay. Excuse me. So this is, this is cool because it's mostly for charitable stuff. This is not cool because that act that they're referencing uh, is what has created essentially slavery in this country again. In the jail system. Um, so you talk, there, there's companies, and these are big companies, Sears, uh, Victoria's Secret. There's there's a huge laundry list of companies, IBM, that use uh, prison labor, which they are able to get for literally pennies. Like these people are making fifteen to twenty cents an hour to do this stuff, uh, and they use them to create products. And it's under the guise of we're rehabilitating these people, we're teaching them job skills that they can use as they leave prison. So Sounds while, like Shawshank Redemption. While I don't think this program is necessarily, uh, you know, falls under that privy, I'm sure they get paid a little bit for it. Um, it is teaching them some skills in terms of cooking and who they're producing for is is a good cause in terms of a charitable organization themselves, well, prison and, guards. Uh, so this, this program is only, it's a short 
time period because these these inmates are only serving 90 to 120 days. Yeah, so it's it's the county jail. It's yeah. not a prison. And so, so it really is like more rehabilitation. You, have you guys ever seen that there is actually a cafe at the prison? Mm-hmm. Have you been there? No. I hear the food is fantastic. I don't hang out at the prison. So, well, you can you don't have to. I know you, you work close go. by and you want to go get a boyfriend, but that's not <laughs> my thing. <laughs> So you could just go to the restaurant. So there's also one Jess at is like, Utah you guys County have visitation Jail. open? Chris, shut up. <laughs> and it's called Code 7 Cafe. So they utilize the culinary arts program What's there a code as seven? well. It's escape prisoner. I don't know. Prison break. Yeah. It's lunch. Prisoner escape. I'm code going seven. Code 7. I don't know. It's a prison break. It's like when you go Code Pink in a hospital. Stolen is baby. Is that a prison break? <laughs> <laughs> Stolen baby. Or is that code blue and, and no, blue? it's pink. Code blue is lost child on Kmart, I think. <laughs> no, that's when no, there's a, a blue, sale. Like, special. <laughs> code is that brown? why all the Kmarts are gone. Code, code brown is when someone's shit in an aisle. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Okay. Took like a turn for the worst. Yeah, so, I really like the program in Utah County, but um, that I just. All right, I'm done. I'll stop being a political asshole because we'll I'm, do because this is a is great stupid. program. The program's great, but the the guys that the program is under is used for a lot this of is bad like 1979. How many stupid laws have been written since then? But it's used still so. to promote slavery in this country in just a different form. Bad guys go to jail, or good guys get busted with, with a, good guys there? get busted with pot. They were taken home to smoke quietly and fucking spend twenty well, years in jail doing this. The shit. ninety to hundred and twenty days. Now, also, it's mostly white dudes. If you could tell by the picture, that tattoo is fresh. Also, so I think <laughs> that cookie dough might get hepatitis. <laughs> code seven is out of service, so that's what it means. It's like when they're going to lunch. Okay, I'm code seven. I'm going out of service. Don't give me a call because I'm gonna have. I'm gonna eat. Code one eight seven. I was totally right, and I was guessing. That's awesome. It's code brown and the cookie dough. <laughs> wow. <laughs> And you wonder Dude. why I don't ever make you a cake. You need to eat you, before the podcast. Will you talk he did. Of, he had egg rolls, two of I them. I did have two egg rolls. Will you talk about this? No. because It's your article. It's no, really cool. It's not my article. Oh, did I find this one? <laughs> I don't know. Did someone else I find this? I only sent is it? two articles. Um, so the, I'll talk about the next one. The Salt Lake City Library is, uh, they're doing this cool thing. They're streaming um, local music. Um, so it's a... Uh, Here Utah Music, it's HUM, is is what they're calling the service. Um, So they are curating, and they're taking submissions now through February 22nd. And basically, if you're a local artist and you have stuff to submit, they're going to do free streaming. Uh, If you have a library card, you'll be able to download the songs via this website, this HUM website. And so basically, it's exposure to... Uh, tons of All local, our local artists. So, Folk Hogan, Nick Passy, um, basically anyone. Joel Pack and the Pops. <laughs> the, Utah has a thriving music scene. There are a lot of amazing local local bands that produce a lot of their own songs. Um, the library isn't just doing this and stealing songs. They're actually um, they're paying them, paying the artists. Uh, so it's not a lot, but you know what? It, it, anything is a lot for some of these artists. So what a really cool idea. If you have a library card, you can, you can utilize it and go download this stuff. Uh, and if you don't have a library card, go fucking get one. They're free. It's a great service. And there's a million libraries around the Valley. Yes. And so June 1st and the second is when the website will launch and they're going to have two concerts um, at one at Diabolical Records and the other at the Urban Lounge. So that'd be cool. 
So I can talk about this next story because I sent it. So an elementary school here in Utah is changing its name. Oh, I heard about this. Yeah, so they're changing it over to, uh, so it's called Jackson Elementary School. Named after Andrew Jackson, the guy the on our worst $20 president bill, ever. <laughs> uh, the guy who started the pre- treasury, which is the only reason I think he's on the $20 bill, but was a piece of shit. So now they're changing it to Mary Jackson Elementary School. And that is going to be in honor of Mary Jackson, who was NASA's first black female engineer. Uh, if you've seen Hidden Figures, I have. Uh, there is character in there by the same name. So it's just really cool to have that here in. I'm not sure why. Isn't she the one? Isn't isn't she the one in Hidden Figures uh, in the in the story and in real life that learned how to program the IBM? No, was that a she was one? the one that was in the the tunnel with the the rocket, and the rocket turned on, and her heel got stuck in the vent thing. Oh, okay. okay. Where she was actually being trying to study to actually be an engineer. The rest of the ladies were just smart people that were like in the typing pool essentially and did like math. They were like human. They were the human calculators. Yeah, they weren't. They weren't. She was people. actually trying to be an actual engineer, engineer, and she became one. By the way, if you guys have not seen, uh. It's numbers, right? Hidden figures. Hidden figures. I couldn't remember the name. Don't go. I like how you just rename movies and stuff. (laughs) If you haven't seen Hidden Figures, you need to watch it. It is a really. We need to buy it. I would watch it again. Really good movie. I don't know how completely accurate it is because it's still a movie, but the story is absolutely true that it's based off. I think it's pretty fair. I mean, I think it's pretty fairly close. Well, like her having to run and go to the bathroom and then him like ripping down the bathroom signs. Like I believe the running go to the bathroom. I wonder how realistically like if did he really go rip down bathroom signs and say, okay, you fuckers are sharing. Like, yeah, like no more segregation on bathrooms. I'm tired of having her gone for an hour in the afternoon just just so she she has to take a pee. And she's taking her work with her and trying to like work while she's peeing to make it worthwhile. Like nobody wants to have to do that. Yeah. Like I'm not even that big of a workaholic. It is. It is a. It is a truly amazing story. Um, it's. It's. It's a point in our history that we ought to be pretty proud of that that these women were able to overcome the bullshit that they were dealing with. So women are going to save the world. I keep saying that black women are leading the march. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Um, Sounds like they always have been. There's a big new development going in. Um, it's called Mountain View Village in Riverton, but it's basically in Harriman. Might as well be Harriman. Um, I hate it when they name things the wrong things. Like, they're so close. Like, well, just name Mountain View. Well, it's on Mountain View Corridor. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's just east out on 134th. There's a whole bunch of new shit going in. Which is the same that is on every corner, yeah. basically. a bunch of big box stores. Uh, Harmon's. Um, and then uh, some... I like how there's Sprint, AT&T, and Verizon. Yeah, all three of them, so you can choose which one to fuck you over. <laughs> um, anyway, what time is it? Okay, we got some time. So we're not going to do this Spiral Jetty thing. We might as well just throw it away because we'll never get to it. Uh, the Spiral Jetty's really cool. Go see it. Um, I want to talk because we've already been talking a lot about Olympics. Um, there are 12 Utah winter bucket list activities. KSL put this out a, a few weeks ago. Um, and we've done quite a few of these things we have. One thing to keep in mind is uh, the lack of snow will probably hamper some of these activities, <laughs> but uh, bobsledding at Olympic Park certainly doesn't hamper that. Ooh, you can you do, do that in the summer. Ra- you can do that year-round. Yeah, uh, and it is really cool. Um, it is, uh, it is awesome. I want to do it again. Um, 
It's not super expensive, and it's totally worth. It's in the winter time. It's 175 in the winter, and it's like 80 bucks in the summer. Oh, is that because it's? Uh, no, that says season tickets are 175 for the winter, winter season tickets. Yeah, so that's for the season, or does that mean a ticket during the winter season? Wow. Do they do? Do they run it on ice though? I don't know. Did you I, do? I, I went in July. Oh. I would imagine they do it on ice. We went when why. it was warm too. Because they have. Doesn't last summer ice. for your work party? Yeah, it's so cool. It really is. The whole park is just cool to go to. Like, you can spend the whole day there easily, not get bored. It's fun. So, winter horseback riding in Bryce Canyon. So, they offer horseback rides in snow. Um, 135 a person for a five to six hour horse ride in Bryce Canyon. Your bus is going to be sore. What a fucking <laughs> way. Your balls will be too, guys. So, uh, be prepared. <laughs> But what a way to see Bryce Canyon, because that cool. is a beautiful canyon. To go on horseback like that, that would be really cool. Uh, apparently, you can dog sled in Park City. That's really cool. That's expensive, though. Holy shit. $420. But, I mean, you are paying for the, the dogs and the upkeep, and it's probably like an all-day deal. Um, but you can do it every year. They do it. Um, 25 it minutes to an 25 hour. 25 minutes to an hour. That's an Jesus. expensive hour. <laughs> They got to pay for the dogs. It's not. My not five, even. my like 15 minute biplane flight. So $375. It's an expensive 15 minutes. Sometimes <laughs> it's just the experience and the memories that you're paying for. Yeah. yeah Would you go sure. dog sledding, Jess? Would I? Yeah. I don't know, I guess. <laughs> so I might fall if it was off. free. I probably fall off. This is a cool romantic thing. It's probably too late for Valentine's Day because if you're listening to this, it's Valentine's Day or later. Um, well, you could be doing it over the weekend. But yeah, you could do it at any time. But you can do a horse-drawn sleigh ride up at Deer Valley. So that like would in be the cool. snow, horse-drawn sleigh in the snow. And there um, is a little bit of snow right now because it did snow the other day. Yeah. So, I mean, that's some cool stuff. Travel okay. through the snow to 200 years ago. I hate it when they say... Yeah, because that's the sound horse-drawn sleigh rides. I hate it when they give ago. rates like this. Okay. Up to five feet people for a flat freight of 125 plus $25 per person. It's probably an addition. Yeah. So I wouldn't. So, so every extra person is probably. So don't bring your party of 12. Well, each first five is, is $25 too. No, but if you only go with two, it's $125. If uh, you go with five, it's $125. Gotcha. So the, okay. the ride is 125 for the group uh, and five people. So. I would say the next one is probably one of the most popular Utah activities. It is cool as hell. The Soldier Hollow tubing. I don't think there's enough snow to do it right now. I don't know. But like if you, you go slide down the grass. I don't like winter sports. It's cold. No. <laughs> is this the one that's right like as you're going up Parley's Canyon and you see it off no, to the side? No, no, Soldier Hollow is tucked back in. It's up by Heber. Okay, that's up by Heber. Yeah. But there's also the one up by up Parley's. There's a huge tubing thing there. So you go up, um, you you pay to go, like it's twenty five bucks or whatever for a couple hours. They give you a big giant inner tube. They tow you up with lines, these giant yeah, hills. Yeah, that's the cool part is you get towed. You don't have to <laughs> climb up. You just sit on the tube or grab the line, and it takes you up the hill, and then you let go, and you fly down the hill. I remember going as a kid, not here, but the 20-minute hike up, the two-and-a-half-second ride down. <laughs> it was awesome, but, oh, that climb up was a killer. So you can do snowshoeing. They offer guided ones up at uh, Solitude. So that is very cool, but that's one of those things that I'm like, no, thank you. Dine in the yurt. 
No, we no. insure some yurts. I think, it, I think it was the snowshoeing that Jeremy has no, a problem with. Yeah, snowshoeing. But I like to say yurt, and well, you didn't mention the yurt. My friend, my friend. Oh, I'll eat in a yurt. <laughs> my friend Angie uh, bought snowshoes for her and her boyfriend a couple of years ago, and she's like, I think he hates me. Because that was like her Christmas present. Like, here, honey, have some snowshoes so we can go fucking hike in the cold. Have you ever walked in snowshoes? You have to walk like kind of bow-legged it's and weird. far apart because yeah. the way they are. I think I'm too short. short. Like, think about it. The shorter your legs are and the farther you have to have them apart, I feel like I'm, I would have to be doing the splits to no, walk. No, it's about weight distribution. I would still fall through. I'd probably break the It's snowshoes. not about... I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the fact that your legs are longer, so if you have to walk with your legs apart to keep they the snowshoes apart... You'll, they make short you'll be people's fine. shoes. You'll be fine. Short people's shoes. <laughs> it's just about weight dispersal across the surface it's like of the skis. Snow. Short people can ski, too. I mean, don't worry about it oh, now because there's skinny. not enough snow to snowshoe anywhere. Um, but that's always an activity that I never really understood why people did it. Like yeah. cross-country skiing, mm, nah, not into that. I get why people did it in the olden days. That's how you get places. Watching it on the Olympics but is exhausting. It's fucking boring. It's not just exhausting. At least with like And a, then they all slow down and they're like, they're all stopping and then they all get close. I'm like, how are they all not getting all tangled up in each other's like, ski poles? It's like, it's like when you watch a marathon on TV. It's really not exciting. It's quite a boring thing to watch. <laughs> a lot of people. Oh. Uh, so you can go, that was funny. Oh. <laughs> you can go fat tire snow biking. That's a thing. So they're everywhere. If you go to Park City, which this is where this says it is, these tires are ginormous so they it's so they can stay on the snow and not fall through right and yeah. like deal with the ice better i don't know I'm don't they go sure. on they're dirt too huge yeah it's like there's they're made for dirt as well yeah. you could soak no. in a hot spring i could get you on board with a hot spring do this all the time year round the fuck is this this weird list is like backwards well, it oh, counts no, up. Not. What hot spring is it talking to? It's at the Homestead Crater. Oh, okay. So oh, up yeah, in I've Midway. Up there. But yeah. I've never been in the crater, you but I've been around it's it. It's not in Utah, but it's really close. There's also lava hot springs up in Idaho that you could go to. But there's a lot up there. You yeah. can go up to Shoney or... It's all the Yellowstone shit that's coming Crystal out Crystal Springs. So there's stuff down... Yeah, Crystal in, Hot Springs. That's, yeah. in, that's in Utah. Yeah. So oh. There used to be some down by me, but then they built. So but Homestead Crater, they have uh, hotel packages... Starting at hundred bucks, where you, you go can up actually. They have lots of groupons for this too. By the way, Midway. <laughs> yeah. I like the Midway, like the hotel. Uh, which one's uh, Zermont? The, yeah, I like staying there because yeah, their cool beds stuff. are all old fashioned and like big and poofy, and the rooms are all. When you have sex, like I'm vetoing. <laughs> I'm vetoing the next one. Ice fishing at Bear Lake. <laughs> ice fishing at Bear Lake. I speak hard from to, experience. Kind of hard to ice fish when there's no ice. There is only ice along the shore. <laughs> and it's free. not thick. <laughs> Good thing it's free. Uh, you can hike Mesa Arch. Uh, so not a lot of snow out there. Um, but uh, Canyonlands National Park is still open. Um, that's one of the things that I have never done still that I really want to do is, is go check out the arches. Um, you can go to the Skyline Snowmobile Complex no, again. Don't do it. Probably not <laughs> something you can do this year. Uh, and the last one, which is it's the number over. one, is also not something you could do. We talk about the ice castles up in Midway. Did they do uh, it this year? Yeah, they, they did. And, and they, they closed had to them close last them down. weekend because it's too hot. Everything is melted. melting, melting. And it became a hazard, a, it was a safety hazard. It was a castle shower instead of an <laughs> I, ice castle. I, yeah, I just want to remind you, it's not even... Fe it's February 14th. It's Valentine's it's not, Day. It's not even February, you guys. Yeah, it's like... It is fucking spring in mid-February. It's weird. It's really weird. Why does the stack keep getting bigger by me? This is not... 
Because you're it's 29 degrees right now. I just want to tell you that. It's 29 yep. right here or in the weather vortex known as Saratoga? No, in Salt Lake City Muni- Municipal, in your area. In your area. All, literally, everyone's grabbing their phones to fact check her right now. 34 oh in Riverton. <laughs> it's 30 degrees right here, it says. I appreciate 30 that degrees. you don't trust me. No, Mine says 39 degrees. Look, all, your phone is definitely wrong. <laughs> Mine hasn't been updated since 3 o'clock this afternoon. All, all, but it is funny <laughs> that all three of us grabbed our phones. It's 51 in St. Because George. nobody believes hey, look, me. Kearns is no, 31. it's because it's such an that. easy thing to fact check because your phone just has it like right there on, on the face of it usually. So, um, uh, but I don't know what your plans are, but I just want to talk about my friend coming through Salt Lake this morning. No one um, cares about that. Yes, actually they kidding. do because it does involve Salt Lake. And I was listening to her talk <laughs> and I was like... I guess I don't get to take tourists around very often. Like, it's usually just me adventuring through the city. And so my friend Linda, who I've known since I was, like, 19. Linda, Linda, we, Linda. We actually Linda, met on a band Linda, message Linda. Stop it. And we've been friends ever since, which is Jess, awesome. Jess knows where that comes Stop from. Stop it. I do. He's adorable. <laughs> um, anyway, so she is moving from San Francisco to Illinois. And she was like, I'm going to stop by. And it was like 730 this morning. And so we went and had breakfast. And and I decided to kind of drive her through downtown Salt Lake. And I took her up through the avenues. And she was like, I'm just blown away by there's no traffic. <laughs> and... But Linda, I'm going to start saying that to you, but Chris. He's so okay. cute. He is so cute. At you guys. Okay, Linda. <laughs> what is this? You have never, you've seen, never seen it? She has never seen this video? What kind of justice is this in this room? I don't I'll know. I'll, after. I'll, I'll, so, yeah, I'll put it on the computer afterwards. It's so good. So I drove her up through through the avenues and she was just talking about like how clean everything is and how like drivers were nice and like let her merge over. <laughs> and I was like, these are really little things that we don't notice because we're here every day. But like good is happening and it's really neat to hear somebody who's never been here or has only been through um, talk about our city. So we ate at Penny Ann's and then I took her and bought her a box of Ruby Snap and sent her on her way. Cool. That's, that's cool. A box like a 12 pack? Just four. A 12 pack. She, <laughs> cheap son of a bitch. <laughs> she is a, a, she's a, what's it called when you just sit down and eat a whole package of something? A, some, a something eater. No, no, she a used the eater? term. Yeah, she's a binge eater. So she was like, if it's open, so I only bought her a four pack. Uh, so we bought. I'm nice like that. And I you say bought it. loosely because I got them for free from Harmon's. We bought one pack, got one for free. Uh, Ruby Snap cookies out of the frozen stuff. And they cook up rather nicely. Um, They're nowhere near as good as hers, like just that she makes them. Yeah, like I would the, just eat the dough. We got the lemon ones, whatever the fuck bullshit name they're called um the one with the lemon on the top i just want you to know she just posted and she says i'm so happy i got to see you today it was short and very sweet just like you (laughs) 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 you're you're short (laughs) (laughs) um but anyway uh they they cook them nicely they're they're definitely worth Mm -hmm. it they're um especially those chocolate caramel ones those are yeah Uh, but i got them for free from Harmon, so i'm like why not try them we're here we wanted something that wasn't good for us this was a while ago but and it's kind of nice because you can just grab one or two and and you just cook one or two and they're in the oven and they're hot the whole cook the cookie is it or is it like a tube no it's just a cookie they're the balls they're frozen balls 
Uh, and they're Gross little, balls. little cookie balls. balls. Little cookie balls that you can put. But like the lemon one, her, ones. in her dirty hole. <laughs> but like the, but like the lemon ones came with the candied lemons and the icing and stuff. So, anyway, they're they're tasty. <laughs> you are depraved. I'm not saying anything. I'm just talking over the top of you, people. Depraved. What? Cookie balls and dirty holes, really? <laughs> Why is that corn in my prison cookie? <laughs> Why would you say that? <laughs> said Code Brown. Why would you do that? Code uh, Brown in the cookie dough. So, uh, <laughs> thanks for we listening. Can't end on that. I'm really sorry that this is how we're going to end. We can't end on that. You got something better to end on? <laughs> no. Next week we're having chocolate. Mm, Hopefully, chocolate. they better bring some. AJ and Stephen will be here. Cool. Cool. Uh, so we'll uh, be talking hopefully with chocolate conspiracy folks next week. If you like what you hear, please share. Why do you um, say hopefully? Like it's not going to happen. Farmer Luke was supposed to be here today. <laughs> he got sick. People I get know. sick. Clearly, hey. your nose. Hey, you had tissue up your nose. That was a bloody nose. That's different. And I said hopefully because I was hopeful Luke was going to be here and he wasn't able to make it. He will. He'll I be don't back control. Soon. They, you know, I don't wish this on anyone. In fact, I'm not going to say it. Never mind. Thank you. Because so, <laughs> last time I people. said it, I killed a freaking Mormon. Uh, <laughs> uh, you killed the prophet. <laughs> Someone is a Mormon. Uh, anyway, so uh, if you like what you hear, share it. Leave us a review. Um, if you want uh, to be on the show, contact Jess. Uh, just reach out to us on Facebook. It's, it's probably the easiest. Uh, or the New Utah Podcast. You can go to thenewutah.com or at TNU Podcast on Twitter. Um and uh, we're going to go ahead and take care of the Code Brown. <laughs> you guys have a wonderful Valentine's Day week and watch some Olympics. And uh, that's it for me. Yeah.